This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. Hello, welcome to Character Chaos. I'm Rhiannon. I'm joined by my co-host Margaret. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm not bad, I'm not bad. Today, we are, I'm not only joined by my co-host Margaret, I'm also joined by the two Asian blokes podcast, Dan and Tavi. Hello. Hello. Hey guys, thanks for having us. Hola. No, no problem. problem. Thank you for being How here. How are you both doing? Oh. How are you doing, I'm Tavi? I'm a little bit rough at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Big I'm questions. Like, yeah. <laughs> Loaded question, Tavi. Yeah. No, I'm actually doing all right. I'm doing much better than I had anticipated from... Yeah, drinking uh, half a bottle of Black Label of a liter. Yeah, it was uh, when I went out, I'm like, yeah, I've got to get up early. I'm going to take it easy tonight. And then when the bottle came out and, you know, I think 90% of the room weren't drinkers. It's like, all right, survival mode. (laughs) What have I got? (laughs) I've got water. I've got fruit. I've got, you know, okay. Gonna, I'm gonna drink, I, I'm gonna drink two like cups of water after every two shots. So I was like, yeah. So oh, I. Uh, that's the way I, to do I, it. I like how strategic your drinking has become these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think most of my outings are quite strategic now. It's like, hmm, if I'm gonna go eat something, I don't want to get a sore stomach. So I'm like, All right. Yeah. I'll make. I'll eat this much spicy food, welcome, and then I'll level it with this. Welcome to Thirty's <laughs> life. <laughs> where every every movement you make has to be strategically planned in order to, for you to not self-destruct the next day. <laughs> I feel the impending doom already. <laughs> yeah. It'll probably yeah. get better, right, Tavi? Like once we hit 40, that's when we'll, you know, our metabolism oh, yeah. will come back. You that's know. your stride. <laughs> it's a whole new body. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for having like two old Asian blokes. Yeah, thanks, podcast. guys. Thank you yeah. for allowing yeah. us to, to crash your, your party. It's <laughs> our pleasure. Mm-hmm. We were on your podcast first anyway, so go check out mm. that where we talked about Old Boy, and it was a great time. Mm, it was. But today, yeah. much more wholesome. Yes. We'll see. We'll see much about that. Content. I think, oh, I think, no. Tommy, I think oh, Tommy's got on, some things to say. <laughs> <laughs> that I cannot wait for. No, it's... it's 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 not as dark as oh well, it might be darker than old boy but uh, <laughs> in the appearance of your guys episode I think Margaret you just had a throwaway mention of me writing the the dark Korean remake of Paddington oh I never forgot and I'm like all right and I think I was pretty tired and a bit bored one night and I was just <gasps> like all right let's just let's just cook something up Yes. But it's it's a very it's very broad strokes, you know. So go easy on me. That's okay. Haven't got, the, haven't got quite the plot lines out there. Well, we can flesh it's it okay. out. It's okay. I guess. Yeah, we can brainstorm. Mm. I'm so excited. Yeah, this sounds like fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about today? Thank you, Dan. Today we are talking about Paddington Bear, Yay. the man himself, the best Absolute boy, absolute legend. Oh, just best boy. He he is a legend. We need more Paddingtons in the world. Yeah, he sets an example for bears and humans. I think so. Good manners, which seems to be lacking these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Going to a restaurant, it's like, oh, yes, I would like a table. It's like, where well, you want to see it? Oh, 
well, I don't know, are you going to take me? <laughs> yeah, just very surly, surly waiters and waitresses. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Service industry in Australia is in a bit of a state. You get oh, some really okay. nice people and then you get, yeah. Yeah, there's kind of no in-between, hey. There's like no, there's no either really good service or just really poor service. <laughs> yeah. Damn, okay. I didn't know this was a thing. Even though, like, minimum wage here is, like, what, like 25 bucks an hour these days or something. Yeah. All right. We just that, don't that want to be there. That means nothing to us, to be honest. <laughs> I don't so know what I'm hearing means. is that you want a Paddington-themed restaurant where Paddington oh, serves you. That's what you that want? That would be awesome. And it's just yeah. marmalade. Everything just is marmalade. <gasps> oh, my God. That's what the menu is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just increasingly complicated marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> and he hires a bunch of ex-cons for the kitchen yeah. stuff and wait stuff. Yeah. And exclusively He's got to be consistent. So it's all about giving people a second chance and seeing the good in everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you look for the good, you'll find it. It's very wholesome and probably not true, but I, I, love, I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, I love the optimism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes across like a, like a Patrick Bateman type. He's like, I see the good in you. And then probably gets killed. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so but what are like, you guys' No, Oh, go on. You go first. Oh, no, no. I was going to say, like, um, I forgot now. My, my brain just, just <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, oh. I so, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little bit hard with the delay sometimes. But um, right. no, no, you, you, you go. I actually completely forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say, what are your guys' experiences with Paddington as a concept? Because it's quite an old character. Mm. I... Well, I... Oh, you go, oh, you go dead. Oh, we're doing this again. We're doing this <laughs> again. All right, I, I will, I will yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. Don't don't, don't stand on this. Go, go. <laughs> no, I, I remember reading Paddington when I was pretty young. Like, I remember I was in the library, like in one of these mobile libraries that's like near mm. one of the shopping centers. The library bus. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. I don't Aww. think they exist I, anymore. Oh, yeah. No. There's like, no one goes to the library anymore. Nobody no reads one reads anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just, just me. But, um, yeah, I remember, like, seeing it on the shelf, like, yeah, and there was, like, this kid and his mum, and his mum was, like, trying to get the kids to pick a book, but he was, like, very indecisive, and then, like, he was, like, eyeing Paddington, but he wasn't grabbing it, so I just grabbed it. That was mine, kid. That's not what Paddington would have done, Charlie. That's not what Paddington is. To be fair, you hadn't read it yet. You didn't know what Paddington told you. Sounds like you needed Paddington's teachers at this point. Yeah, and then I remember, I remember the kid's mum gave me like this look of like horror. I'm like, yeah, what? This is mine now. Like your kid took too long. It's a dog eat dog world. You're teaching the kid a lesson. The kid will be killed. Yeah, no, I did read Paddington. Um, and I watched, there was a TV series or animated series that was on, uh, ABC, which is the, the Australian version of the BBC with a lot less funding. Oh, um, right. So yeah, no, that's, those are my memories of Paddington as a kid. It wasn't till many years later when I watched the films, which are like really fucking good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but what about you, Dad? Mm, I The first time I ever picked up a Paddington book was last week when I actively <laughs> went to the bookstore to find one. <laughs> the first time I watched a Paddington anything was, was last year after watching The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And 
you know, when Nicolas Cage mm. and Pedro Pascal recommend something, you you, you just watch it, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so yeah, mm. like I, mean, I I had never had much interest in in Paddington as a child. I think I, I gravitated more towards like, I think I, I read like Spot. Um, like that oh, kind of stuff, like Mr. Men, you know, those, those oh, yeah. um, as well as Asterix comics and Tintin comics. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the good stuff. Yeah. So like that, that's what I was picking out at the library bus, um, as a, as a kid. Um, I don't know why though, like Paddington, you know, aesthetically he's appealing to children. Like I, I've got, I've got the book right in front of me and I can totally see my, like, he's not that dissimilar to something like Spot, but perhaps mm. more craft involved, <laughs> just looking at these <laughs> illustrations. Um, but yeah, I think f- for some reason or another, I just never really uh, crossed paths with him until recently. And yeah, I mean, like, uh, like you said, the movies are quite good, um, mm. especially for kids' films. And yeah, the mm. book is, is very charming, like um, just even the way it's written and uh, of course the illustrations. So I don't regret meeting him and learning his, his lessons. Yeah, maybe I, I wish I did encounter him earlier. Maybe I'd be a better person now if I encountered him <laughs> earlier in my life. But, There's you know. a parallel universe, a different version of you than yeah. you Paddington as a kid. <laughs> That's just a just an all-around good bloke as yeah. opposed to this that you're talking to now. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be here with us. <laughs> yeah, pot- yeah. Potentially So maybe not. this is the best timeline. <laughs> yeah. The podcast was worth it. But how, how about you guys? What's your Paddington experience or thoughts? What about you, Rihanna? Oh, I've, I've got like nothing. This is looks really bad compared to you guys. I, I have absolutely nothing. I watched the movies for the first time less than like a year ago. Margaret showed them to me. We like sat and watched oh, them. Oh, yeah. I think Margaret was like, you've got to watch this movie. And I think it was around the time where Paddington 2 was rated higher than like Citizen Kane or something. And so it was kind of like a thing. <laughs> and so I watched them then. Is that and still I, the case? And I enjoyed them. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's gone down to oh. 99% <sighs> again. People have oh. no taste, as usual. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Paddington 2 is the Citizen Kane <laughs> yes, of Citizen absolutely. Kane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What about you, Margaret? Yeah, I I did the same thing. When Neo Bearer Boy Massive Talent came out, I saw the recommendation from those guys. And I was going to say Nicolas Cage, but I actually forgot which one was showing it to who. But either way, they cried at Paddington. I was like, I've got to watch these movies. And then I would not stop badgering Rhiannon to watch them, <laughs> trying to convince her, like, Rhiannon, the first one's fine, but the second one, we've got to get to the second one. And I eventually forced you to watch them. You did. But, yeah, I feel like that was mainly my first encounter. To be honest, I think I do remember reading them kind of as a kid. Like, you can't really avoid them. It's mm-hmm. such a... He's such an iconic character. I think I, I, I'd just seen him on TV and probably got a book read to me of Paddington's at some point. But, yeah, I don't think I was that familiar. I don't think I had much of an attachment to him. Now, now I would die for him. <laughs> Completely. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems like something that a primary school teacher would choose to read to, to their class, you know, because mm. it's like entertaining for kids and it teaches good manners and behavior. But so I don't know why, like I, I managed to avoid it or how I managed yeah. to avoid him. I think it's pretty interesting that like Paddington is, it's a kid's story and a kid's character, but here we are four adults talking about Paddington. <laughs> like. <laughs> Why do you think this is so appealing to everyone? Because it's quite like the movies are quite stylistically 
for kids, but、mm. it's still very relatable to adults. I mean, to me, the sincerity stands out like、mm. nothing else. Like so much of narrative storytelling is so cynical in a lot of ways, especially to appeal to adults. You feel like you have to. Have like a cynical edge, which is often very valuable. But there's something、mm. about the absolute, like, unending sincerity of the Paddington <laughs> movies, yeah, where yeah. they don't, for a moment, feel self-conscious, feel like self-referential. They're just so genuine about everything,、mm. and I feel like that it's a part of ourselves. I feel like we all want to experience all the time is that sincerity and that, like, just pure, like, quite not afraid of cringe, just happiness. And I think、mm. that it's so unique in that way. I think it really stands out. And it's something that we all want to experience. I think. Has anybody here watched Ted Ted Lasso? Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> He kind of reminds me a lot of Ted Lasso. Like. Oh, that's such a good show. So, yeah. I was going to bring that up actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Tavi, you probably haven't watched it, right? Apple TV. No, I haven't watched Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh, watch Ted Lasso. It's basically about a guy, a guy that goes,、uh, that moves from the states to the UK, and、uh, he's a football coach. But well, he's an American football coach initially. And then he becomes a、uh, English football coach or a soccer coach, as we call them in Australia. <laughs>、um, <gasps> Do you call it soccer? What、oh, the、well. fuck? Yeah, we call it soccer. I mean, it's fifty-fifty,、yeah. I reckon. But、um, why are we not、yeah. fighting about this right now? <laughs> For the sake of clarity, I'm going to call him a soccer <laughs> coach. <laughs> I can't with this shit. <laughs> That's it.、You、but basically, basically, he's, a just, he's just a, a really nice guy, Tavi. He's just like. Um, got all these folksy wisdom.、Um, he's got a lot of like homegrown sayings, and he he basically teaches his players to become better people. And everyone around him is kind of influenced by his positive energy. Even though like、mm. the closer you kind of get to know him, he he, he does have flaws and stuff. But and they、yeah. explore that. But like on the surface, he is kind of like a Paddington, but in in man form, <laughs> and with a mustache. Glorious、yeah. mustache, <laughs> just as furry. Yeah,、mm. but I think、yeah. you're right,、um, Margaret. Like, I think there's something about that kind of sentimentality that appeals to to adults, especially because be- maybe because of the cynicism that we all hold in us. You know, we're kind of like、mm. actively searching for things that kind of contradict that cynicism and maybe like、um, show us that maybe the world's not 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 terrible. <laughs>、um, yeah, yeah, that and the quality of the films. I think the, the films、yeah. themselves are just、mm. like very good quality films、mm. um, on pretty much every level, screenplay level,、um, visuals, and yeah, they have a, a good rep, especially among the film nerds who would probably go to war for them.、Mm-hmm. That's me. Because <laughs>、mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Rhiannon, you love Ted Lasso. Did you have anything to add to the Ted Lasso idea? Honestly, you, you took the word straight from my mouth. Honestly, like. It's like I, I think of like Ted Lasso. I think of things like Abbott Elementary as well, which are just kind of oh just, just yeah, just a bit of positivity that we, I think, especially in the last few years, I think we've really kind of craved a bit. Like it's it's fun to see antiheroes and it's fun to see bad people and and tragedy. It always makes for great TV. But like I think deep down we do just want like Paddington. We want to watch Paddington. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Paddington was created in 1958 by Michael Bond and illustrated by Peggy Fortnum. So like that's like the original design. He's in all these little books. It's a really old character. Like、mm. it's a pretty long-lasting, like iconic character. He's obviously very simple in design, like a little bear, and he has like the blue coat and the hat, and like it's all very like quite iconic. And I feel、mm. like 
that little image of him has really survived and has been why he's so, like, recognised. Mm. Like, I feel like if you think of a bear, you think of him. And, like, mm. you can't look at him and mistake him for any other bear. <laughs> There's only it's one true. bear that could be. Yeah, he does have an iconic look, doesn't he? There's more to it than, like, some something like a Winnie the Pooh, where he's just he's got a T-shirt on. That's pretty much it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty, like, a pretty nice story with how he came up with the idea. It was, like... Because he was a soldier, if I'm not mistaken, okay. and World War Two right. had just ended, and then he yeah. said he just just walking along Paddington Station and saw like a lonely toy bear at a shop, mm. and he just bought it, and then like he just was writing, yeah, he basically created Paddington just on his own without like mm. um, any thought of making it a kids book. He like he didn't. He said he didn't specifically write it for kids. He just wrote this character, which right. like goes back to our earlier discussion, where it's just like maybe that's why like adults can relate because it's not really essentially wasn't even just a kid's character in the beginning. Just like yeah. just something that he liked being read to as a kid, I guess, or just yeah. he grew up with those kind of stories. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really nice it's a really nice sentiment to create a character from, which is what I think has led through for so many years like 60 70 years of like yeah wholesome british bear even though he's yeah. from <laughs> i mean yeah he's an immigrant he's great <laughs> i think the way it yeah. is written is it turns the line between like something for kids and something that can be enjoyed by adults as well it's kind of like a like mm. a rolled Dow book as opposed to something like like spot that i mentioned where it's just really simple really bare bones um, right. Yeah, they're kind of more layers to like a Paddington story. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something designed for yeah. parents to read to their kids, I guess, as opposed to a child reading it by themselves. Right. Yeah, it's like less designed to teach kids lessons and more kind of, I guess, like an adult experiencing some emotions and a version of themselves that they wish they could be that then kids find appealing and could be applied as a lesson to kids but isn't built to be a lesson so it's kind of more nuanced hmm. and it feels a bit more like emotionally resonant probably yeah he's kind of like a disney disney pixar film kind of turns that yeah. line as well right these days mm-hmm. i mean i feel like what well, the original paddington story is just like he's a little clumsy bear who like keeps getting himself into like quirky situations but he's always very sweet and you can't really hate him and it's just a very simple idea but i think i don't know it works really well he's like a he's like an early 2000s like female lead who's just so clumsy and like oh look at them go but they're so lovable i've written in one of my notes like paddington 2 a lot of it is basically mr bean you know yeah well i suppose if it was originally created in the 50s it does make me think that because there is a very patriotic element to paddington that mm. i think it's so funny that the movies are like ah it's the, it's like the best tourism advert for london you've ever seen like oh it looks like a lovely place doesn't it what a beautiful lie it looks like it's kind of like the most amazing tourism advert which i suppose probably came from a very post-war patriotic time what what period is paddington set in wherever you want dude right i, I think probably it's originally like the, this the... timeless quality to it right? yeah yeah it's, for, it's very refreshing to watch a movie that doesn't have smartphones or twitter <laughs> in it yeah so you can like you can put it in any time mm-hmm. actually you said like how patriotic it is like the movies are incredibly like british mm. like this is kind of the idealized view of london 
Mm. Um, which you guys, you don't live there, but like, what no. is is this like? How how accurate is this like view of London? Tavi and I have never been to London. Yeah, we've never right. been. Well, I did went like twenty years ago, but I was a kid, so I don't remember very much. So it's basically mm. the same as not going. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Don't take your kids on holiday. It's a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned. I mean, I feel like it's it captures a, a lot of the nicest elements in a way that does feel quite authentic. It's just that people are less nice and there's more traffic, I'd say. What do you think, Rihanna? <laughs> Would you say that's accurate? I mean, I, I think they got it perfectly in the first scene where Paddington gets into London and he's standing at the station and it's like, hello, and everyone mm. walks past him for like oh, an entire yeah. afternoon. Yeah, okay. that, that's London, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's like, that's like London, right? But then the scene that we start, the opening scene that we start in Paddington 2, where he's like going through the town and meeting all the townsfolk on his way to whatever he does all day, <laughs> you know, that's kind of like <laughs> what, what London could be with Paddington's yeah. influence. Right, because yeah. <laughs> everybody's yeah. like much more friendly, and and we see like the results of his absence as well later later on in that mm-hmm. movie. But yeah, like maybe that's what they're going for. Is like if Paddington was prime minister, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> this is what what the world could be. Um, so maybe that's why we see it as I, I, an idealized version. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's that's cool. It's like the aesthetic is is very cool as well. Oh yeah, I think the movies are so cool. I think they're so well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie is directed by Paul King who is going to direct Wonka, Rhiannon, yes. Wonka Stands Rise. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't have that many movies, but he will be directing Wonka, which Rhiannon could not be more excited for. I'm so excited for Wonka. It's going to be movie of the year, okay? Are you I'm a so Wonka stan or a um, Timothy Chalamet stan? <laughs> or both, Honestly, potentially. I'm a Willy Wonka stan and a Charlie and the Chocolate okay. stan, not Timothy oh, okay. Chalamet. That's cool. And yeah, that's cool. That's the appropriate reaction. That's cool. No, I mean, like he's such a weirdo. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I really like the um, the original Charlie and the Chocolate uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I should say. Yeah. The, movie. The, the, one with, the one with Gene Wilder. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so much like LSD tripping. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. actually worth covering um, if you guys are up for another collab. I would love to point. do that. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely do that next. I'd love that. Yeah, I think we've got some things to say about that movie. Yeah. But um, so he's directing uh, the, the the gritty reboot, right, with Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet? Yes, yeah. Is this going to be an uh, two-hour-long version of the, the tunnel? <laughs> Oh my god, yes! <laughs> that would be amazing! <laughs> now that I would yeah. be seated for. That gave me nightmares as a kid, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. It's such a weird scene to put into a movie. Like, I imagine the director's like, kids' movie, I'm gonna put on some fucked up shit here just to <laughs> keep kids on their did, toes. Did you notice yeah. there weren't enough seats on that boat for everybody? So if, if that if that girl hadn't fallen mm-hmm. in the river, like there oh, wouldn't have yeah. been enough seats for her anyway. So they would have killed yeah. one of them right then and there. <laughs> Be yeah. like, all right, but he's got to go. Neck, <laughs> dump him in the river. All right, get on the boat. Let's go do this tunnel thing. <laughs> hey, maybe that's what Wonka explores. Who knows? Yeah, Willy Wonka is basically the saw guy, right? Like, <laughs> but with a chocolate factory. <laughs> 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 no, he's not. We're destroying Rihanna's... He just dresses uh, it up nicer. 
yeah. ruining my favorite movie. <laughs> potentially, potentially more of a lunatic than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Paul King's a great choice, and I can't wait to see that. But I feel like he doesn't seem to have that many feature films. But I feel like these are directed so well. And yeah, I, he, I he's really got a very like strong him. vision. Yeah, and he also wrote it. The first Paddington with Michael Bond, which I think made mm. a lot of sense because it really feels authentic to the books. I don't know how mm. much, maybe just Michael Bond was like there. I don't know like where the writing credits go. Well, he makes an appearance, I feel like right? It, in that film, Michael Bond. Yeah, he does. A kindly gentleman that waves hello to, to Paddington yeah. when he first oh, arrives. Is it oh, Stanley fun. cameo? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then the second movie, crucially, was written by Paul King with Simon Farnaby. Yes. Legend, horrible <laughs> history's legend. Randall and I love him. He's oh. the security guard, mm. isn't he? Yeah, yes. the horny yeah. security guard. <laughs> Stop that stunning sister! <laughs> yeah, he's strangely he's attractive he's a, man. He's a highlight in this. In this I love yeah. him so much. There's a lot of comic actors in this movie, which is why it makes it very enjoyable to watch. Like, um, oh yeah, best cast. Like, I'm not that familiar with Simon Farnaby, but I've seen him in like The Mighty Boosh, and I think in the IT crowd. He just popped mm. up here and there. Mm. Um, but, I mean, there's a cameo from, like, Catherine, Catherine Tate, or is it Tassie? Oh, yeah. Mm. Every British person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every British actor, yeah. Every yeah. British person. Bridget Jones's dad is in this film. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, we love like Simon. The, like, you mentioned the, the patriotic element, but, like, not in the normal cringe way. It's just, like... The way that this this character is just so beloved that, you know, people are willing to come on the show and yeah. to make it like as charming and as enjoyable to watch. Like, you know, I think Richard Ayoade is in the, oh, the yeah. second one. And I just laughed because he's just <laughs> a funny guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's great. Like this. Yeah, it's uh, with the direction, just watching. Um, I mean, from a filmmaker's perspective, just like the production design and how all the characters fit into the frame of the scene is really like carefully crafted and there's mm. a lot of like these like tracking not tracking shots but just like really clever transitions like when the like the book the house is like a, a toy house and oh, it opens yeah. up like a book mm, yeah. and then there's all these like you know camera like panning across Mm. probably a little bit of that is CGI yeah but you can't tell mm. and then they would have had to like build these sets and it's just like yeah it all looks so practical mm. Mm. it's it's so good to watch like so enjoyable yeah like you said, like, really film, adds film something. nerds like really like uh, <laughs> spool over this movie um, yeah and even the effect of Paddington himself is is quite good. Like it the way he interacts great. with um with real world objects, it's yeah, it, it just sells the yeah. effect so well. Like I, like my main complaint these days with Marvel films is that yeah, a lot of it is CG, right? But like nobody ever interacts with anything anymore. It it, it always mm, feels like yeah. they've just filmed it like on a green screen on a blue screen. Right, it's like, very even, passive. Like when they run. Yeah, like in Ant-Man and the what, that latest one, like when they're running in like the mm. quantum realm or whatever, there's like no dust getting kicked up. Um, right, yeah. Mm. It's just these little details that just make it mm. feel like they're not actually in a real space. Whereas Paddington yeah. is like, he's touching everything, mate. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't stop yeah. touching stuff. Like, and it, it just, <laughs> it goes a long way to sell 
the idea that he's actually there and people are actually interacting with him. Yeah. No, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these films are way better than they have any right to be. Like they, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have no reason to be this amazing, <laughs> but they are. And then we'll talk about the main actor Ben Whitshaw in a in a, in a little bit because mm. I need a whole segment for him because oh, okay. I have too much to say. But just to mention, <laughs> we will absolutely talk about him because he is so central to this. Mm. Yeah, I, I really yeah. like that actor Ben Ben <sighs> Whitshaw. I love him so much. <laughs> I I saw him first in it was it was Perfume. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He plays like a murderer. Yeah, um, and then and then he's probably most known for playing Q in the Daniel Craig mm-hmm. Bond oh, yeah. series. I think he's a very underrated actor. Like, yeah, I would doesn't say really that. get that much mention in because he does a really good job in everything he does. But oh, he is he's so not good. like uh, he's not mentioned like maybe in the same breath as like a as like Timothy Chalamet or DiCaprio. But like yeah. I think. As you said, he's his voice is like really essential to this character. Mm. I couldn't picture anyone else doing this role, but uh, yeah. Ben Ben Winshaw is it Winsh- Winshaw or Wishaw? Wishaw. Wishaw. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, go go spool about <laughs> Ben Winshaw. Like, I, I, I want to know. He's a cool Should we do guy. Do it now. Should we start yeah, with just, Ben? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, I never said spoilers from Paddington. I mean, uh, we, we we talk about spoilers. Go watch Paddington movies; they're amazing, genuinely delightful. <laughs> yeah, go watch them. But from now on, yeah, we won't we won't be delicate. There will be spoilers everywhere. Um, mm. But yeah, I was about Bowen Shaw. I fucking love him. I think he's one of the best performers of his generation. I genuinely think he is so talented. Like he's such a talented. Um, like stage actor he has so mm. much experience he did like hamlet and shit like he has okay he's worked yeah. for yeah. so he's long got, he's got the air mm. of a proper thespian right even though he's oh, a yeah. young dude yeah. but like he's he feels like his biggest like role that like shot him up there was q and he was so overqualified for q and yet because <laughs> he is so good he brings so much to that role and i think he really adds something to like skyfall inspector yeah i mm. think he's just so like subtle i'm and, glad like, they got rid of cleese for him <laughs> yeah, you yeah. didn't bring John Cleese back. I mean, I love John Cleese as well. <laughs> fuck, but, like, John Cleese. <laughs> fuck John Cleese. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> no, he's just fuck good. That guy. Like, he's a good follow-up to like he's he you know he kind of renews the the energy of the character as well. Like it's not just another mm. old dude, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> like the original Q. Oh, what's his name? Um, Desmond Llewellyn. Um, obviously passed away. Oh yeah. Um, but like he was like such a mainstay in the Bond series that like replacing him is, you know, a next to impossible task. Um, mm. So I'm glad they went in a different direction with um, Ben yeah. Mitchell. Uh, yeah, and he does a really good job at it. I really like him in Cloud Atlas as well. I think yeah. uh, oh, he's yeah, quite yeah. good in that, that really long movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just think he's so compelling. Like he's just, there's so much going on with him and his little mm. facial expressions. And he often plays these men that are quite, like, harmless in a way. Like, he plays these very, like, gentle, considering men because I don't th- think he's a very, like, intimidating presence. Mm. But he has such, like, a an interesting danger to him that I find so compelling. I don't know. I think he's so nuanced. And I just think he's so perfect for Paddington because voice acting is so hard. Like, mm. as an actor, you lose most of your, like, physical abilities. All you have is your voice. Mm. And you've got to, like, project everything into that. And I think he's he makes it look so easy to give mm. Paddington such life. Yeah, I think it, it, it fits perfectly. Like you said, a lot of the, the character of Paddington is sold through the voice acting. So it is quite 
an important role. But yeah, I think there, there is just like a natural sincerity to his voice um, that obviously mm. you would need for a character like Paddington. But um, he did the um, the facial capture as well. Oh, so a lot he? of the expressions in Paddington oh, did he? are from Ben. Yeah, oh, I read yeah. that he did like mocap <laughs> stuff. You're not, so. not going to be able to see that now. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh God, no, is this kind of ruined it for me? <laughs> but oh, I really? always be watching. Maybe I'll never see Paddington the same again. <laughs> But that's great. Uh, it makes sense. He has the talent. Yeah, I didn't feel any sense of kind of disconnect. Like, uh, like sometimes when I watch Thomas the Tank Engine, um, you know, even as, you as a do. kid. Yeah, I mean, as I do now, currently in my adult life. <laughs> but, but I mean, as a kid, I was always like, this, uh, something about this is off. Um, but, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really know. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, Paddington, it's just, yeah, perfect, I, I would say. I wouldn't. I couldn't think of anyone else to. Rihanna, you want to join the hype train? I mean, well, we were literally talking about um, women talking a couple of hours ago, weren't we? And how amazing Ben Whishaw was in that. Yeah, absolutely we saw it, amazing. Like yesterday. Oh, I've not recovered. Oh, <laughs> you made me cry movie. so much. Yeah, it's pretty good in that movie. I, I watched Women Talking a couple of nights ago. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, I really liked it. Movie. I mean, we have got a, a Ben Whishaw marathon planned at some point yes we? we have that's gonna be so fun a lot of weird movies planned what do you think is his best movie women talking i don't know i i haven't seen so many of his weirder ones i think i saw perfume like years ago i don't know i haven't seen i mean i i, I mean i just really stand skyfall so like maybe that would top the list but it's not the most interesting movie to choose for him i suppose i don't know would paddington be up there oh Paddington 2, probably best movie. Yeah. If you, you put all those movies together, probably. But it's interesting because you, you don't get the visual aspect of... Well, I mean, you yeah. kind of do because of the face capture stuff that Tabi mentioned. But <laughs> it looks pretty different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, the voice is just so powerful. I think it does carry through. He's so much <laughs> of the movie. He's talking for, like, the entire movie. And he would be the only one that's kind of maybe not in the room for some of the scenes because... Like, I don't know how they how they filmed it, really, but, like, uh, surely some of it is kind of um, recorded, like, after the fact or, like, just separately from the other actors. Yeah, I assume most of it is just in the booth. Right. So, I mean, that adds another layer of difficulty for, for actors. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously the people that are acting alongside Paddington who are, you know, they're kind of maybe reacting to, to nothing. Potentially there's nothing there. A little tennis Again, ball. I don't, I don't know how they... How they do. Maybe it is just Ben Wishaw in a, like a ping pong ball suit. I would it. love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I would love him in a little bag costume. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's still got the little red hat on. Um, but yeah. Just uh, like Sally Hawkins trying not to lose her shit. Yeah. <laughs> as he like crouches in front of her. It's Smeagol all over again, yeah. just spandex <laughs> balls and, you know, just rummaging around the set. I mean, nothing can top Benedict Cumberbatch as Smaug. Oh, yeah, just, like, he's having a great time, isn't he? around the room, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watch that whenever I'm sad. It's so funny. Just, ah, uh, uh, acting. That actually maybe is one of my favourite uh, examples of voice acting. Actually, yeah. Now that I Benedict think about Cumberbatch. it, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. smoke is pretty, pretty good as well. <laughs> like, he's I, pretty, I he's the best thing yeah. in that trilogy, in the Hobbit trilogy. He's easily <laughs> yeah, the best thing in, in those yeah. movies. 
which are, are quite forgettable. <laughs> and yeah. after you see the behind-the-scenes footage, like whenever you watch Smog, all you can picture is just Cumberbatch <laughs> yeah. slithering around. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's basically um, that's me in my house on an off day, just slithering around the house, just that's, on top of your I, pile of gold. Yeah, Tommy. yeah, just just crawling around and looking for food. When I crawl down the stairs and open the fridge and I... As you this morning, hungover. Where's my banana? <laughs> where's my banana? Where's my, where's my bread and, and butter and my coffee snaking around? But bringing it back to Paddington. Um, yeah, Margaret, you said earlier Paddington is an immigrant story. Yes. And I think that's one of the more like subtle aspects of the Paddington character and the movies is that it is an immigrant story and like especially it resonates uh with me because you know uh dan our parents immigrated to australia like in the 70s they did. and right. it's like i can imagine paddington going through that london scene at the start and just being really alien to the ways everyone does things you know like it's just mm. different mm. so and i think like the real that's that's the great thing about like movies and these stories in general and like why we need these kind of stories is because like there is something that everyone can really relate to because like just watching Paddington like just struggle and stuff it's like yeah I, like we've, we've been that person Dan like even in, in Japan you oh, know, yeah. like when we first arrived there it's just like yeah. going to the train station stuck two toothbrushes in my ears and yeah. That's what, that's what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the toothbrush scene would be like the the electric toilets. Like, what is this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Spray, what are, yeah. Sprayed in the face <laughs> by the day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I think like there's just an amazing quality about like looking at things closely because. We're all clearly not bears. Wait, what? Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> but but yeah, we are I, sometimes. I'm, we are also we are bears on sometimes. The inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's just like the the scenes of Paddington getting like rejected by people. Mm, it's like yeah. it's pretty Especially in the like, second film. There's a lot of like prejudice. Yeah. Like it's yeah. obviously dealt in pretty light manner. But like mm. I've got a note that says um Mr. Curry is He's just a bear racist, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's just like he's your local racist. racist. <laughs> like, it's like, is, is, it, is it supposed to be like a, like a, a metaphor for, for minorities? Is, is that what he, like, he's got some, yeah. some pretty, like, he's got some quotes here. Um, it's a really loaded language. <laughs> yeah. Like, one of my favorite quotes from him is, I don't want to be kept up by your loud jungle music. And I was like, yeah, Paul King, very, very clever writing, <laughs> addressing racism. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's meant to be that, right? Like, that's what I that character so. is for. Because he's in the books as yeah. well. But he's just a grumpy, grumpy neighbor in the books, right. I think. But like, they've yeah. added this other level to his character. And like in, in the second movie, he's like inciting you know, public um, riots, yeah. basically. Jesus, yeah. The immigrant stuff really evokes something in you, especially, like, at the beginning when Paddington, you know, comes to London. He's like, okay, well, I, I need a home. Can someone give me a home? And, like, the entire time the Browns are saying to him, like, well, you can't just, you know, come here and, like, you know, get a home. And you're sitting there like, but why? Like, it really evokes something in, like, but you should. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Like, obviously, we know that objectively, but it, the fact that it has such a small focus on one individual you are sitting there like why 
the fuck shouldn't this guy just get a home? Like, it's quite, it evokes quite a socialist mm. feeling in me of like, mm. you should just be able to have a home, bro. Like, he's, he's a nice bear. And it, I, I appreciate that because there are so many people who probably think they're quite progressive who still don't generally believe that everyone deserves, like, basic living facilities. Mm. And I like that by focusing on this small story, even probably the shittiest, least empathetic person is sitting there like, give Paddington a home. <laughs> like, Not even Mr. though Curry. he... <laughs> nope, fuck that guy. Peter Capaldi like, says, fuck that bear. Send, <laughs> send him back. <laughs> send him back to yeah, Peru. But it's really effective. And the fact that, you know, Paddington is an immigrant, but he's portrayed as being so polite and so lovely when so many immigrants are, like, villainized by the media for absolutely no reason. And it is important mm. to have, like, an immigrant character who is just very, very kind, as most immigrants most likely are. Just, like, mm. really nice and just wants to be friendly. I think it's quite effective. And the movie does a good job of, like, portraying characters that are on all ends of the spectrum. Like, you've got Mrs. Brown, and she's, like, the kind-hearted soul that obviously wants to take Paddington in. Uh, and you've got your Mr. Currys, who are just bare racists. But um, you've also got, like, Mr. Brown, who is, like, like objects to giving Paddington a home. He's kind of, like, the middle yeah. ground. He's, like, the everyman. Mm. You know, the kind of person that they might say that they want to help the homeless, but, like they'll kind of avoid eye contact if, mm. you know, if they're walking past them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, mm. I think, like, seeing all that, that, that scope of characters, it's kind of like it, it does a good job at resonating with people as well. Mm. And we how he, like, comes around on Paddington. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think the cast works really well, actually. Like, it has mm. such a fun ensemble around Paddington because I feel like one thing that really... I opened my eyes like about like narrative structure and character writing about Paddington is that most characters have like an arc in, you know, media. Like they have they mm. change, they grow. It's kind of standard to believe that a character has to have a flaw that they then change throughout the story in order for the story to work. Mm. And that's obviously great when characters have an arc. It's lovely. It's what we mostly cover on the show. But I love how mm. this movie proves that great characters don't have to change at all if they change the world around them. Mm. Like, Paddington mm, yeah. is really effective as a character. He doesn't change at all. My man is perfect. Didn't he change <laughs> the fucking thing? Yeah. But he enriches the lives of people around him, and I think he's still just as effective as a character. And that, that really changed my mind about, like, how the possibilities of character writing, that they don't have to change. Yeah, especially as, like, it, it feels like the world around him is trying to force him to change, right? Like, you, you think that he would, but he just he just mm. doesn't. He's content with himself, you know? And I, I, like, yeah. I like what you said about the world, you know, the people around him change because of him. I like that. That's a nice way to put it. He's almost more of an idea than a character. He's kind of like Batman, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's exactly like Batman. <laughs> Thank God someone brought it up. <laughs> he's exactly like Batman. Yeah, he's changing the world around him, but he himself doesn't necessarily change because he's already the best bloke. <laughs> yeah. He's got to go up to Mr. Curry's like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> Looking for his marmalade sandwiches. Where are they? <laughs> Where are the marmalade? <laughs> what have you done with them? <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got your marmalade sandwiches. Where are they, Alfred? Move my marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> Just Paddington with a few batarangs under his hat, and that's all he needs. Just wailing on criminals. <laughs> Paddington after dark. Changing the world for the better. <laughs> He's the hero that uh, the 
what what the fuck is it called? Where do they live? Yeah, uh, the the hero that, that Gotham, Gotham deserves. <laughs> what's oh, no, yeah, but what's, what's the street <laughs> in Paddington? Oh, uh, the, the, he's, he's the hero that wins the gardens <laughs> <Yeah>. deserves. <laughs> you mentioned um, Paddington changes people around him, um, and even like Mister Curry, who is still a bear racist by Paddington Two, but yeah. like. In, I mean, we're already in spoiler territory, so... Oh, yeah. Nicole, Nicole Kidman wants to kill Paddington. Yeah, yeah so straight up murder like, and stuff. <laughs> she wants to murder so him. intense. <laughs> so that's, he draws the line there. I wonder, like, if Mr. Curry was a true bear racist, he'd be like, yeah, go kill Paddington. Like, I yeah. hate that bear. Damn. But, like, even he doesn't want Paddington to die. Even like, he's like, think, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't love this. He's not hardcore yeah. enough. <laughs> no, he's not hardcore enough. He's not a murderer. Yeah, because he doesn't really change his views. Um, like you no. said, by the, by the end of that movie, but yeah, he does have a line that he doesn't want to cross. I guess. Yeah, yeah. he does one good thing, which is telling the Browns, isn't he? Well, that's a really funny scene that he's it's trying to like disguise his voice. Yeah. There are good <laughs> gags like, oh, in the Mr. first Curry. one. <laughs> this, these movies are so funny. I found the first one maybe funnier than the second one. Even though yeah. the second one is objectively better, I think. But, like, the first mm. movie just had me laughing a bit more. And I, I think some maybe the reason is, like, more of the gags are kind of, like, more maybe adult as opposed yeah. to the second one where it's kind of a lot more slapstick and maybe more kid-friendly. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I really like the villain as well in the first one. I think she's just, like, so... Like, <laughs> Hugh Grant is over the top, obviously. And it is clearly had some kind of mental break somewhere along the line. <laughs> but, Hugh Grant or yeah. um, Phoenix like the Buchanan? Actor Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Grant's lost. Yeah. What else would he do Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> well, I want to actually watch that movie. I think it might be Same. good. Same, I hope it's good. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, Phoenix Buchanan, he's, he's a good villain, but I just think like... There's something about the dark intent of Nicole Kidman's character. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mill- oh, Millicent? yeah. Is that her name? No, Millicent. Yeah, I think um, so. That, like, kind of shifts the tone of the movie in a good way at some points. Like, I, I genuinely thought she was going to fall to her death at, at the end of the movie. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't put it past it to, to just go that way. Um, she yeah. doesn't, obviously, because, yeah, it's a kid's movie. But, but, um, she becomes yeah. street pizza. <laughs> I just love her character. Oh. She's like, she wants to kill this bear and stuff him for, for revenge, maybe? <laughs> yeah, for her dad, maybe? Yeah. The, the motivations were unclear. <laughs> but I cool. do love that she knows exactly what movie she's in, Nicole Kidman. Mm. Like, they gave her, like, one briefing and she's like, okay, it's camp. I am the over-the-top camp part of this movie. And I love that for her. Yeah, she totally works. Yeah. I do, I don't know. I feel like it slightly doesn't work just how how murderous it is. Like, I don't know, so much of the movie is so wholesome and then there's so much, like, murderous intent that it kind of throws me off a bit. I kind of like the way that Hugh Grant is a bit sillier in the second one. Mm, he's a sexy nun. It, oh, he's such a sexy nun. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like Nicole Kidman's energy. Well, I mean, like, the movie opens with Uncle Pastu- Pastuzzo. Is that his name? Pastuzo. Pastuzo. He he dies. Yes. In, at the start of the movie. He gets, he gets so like, fucked. Yeah, I was What's like, really oh. a very horrific death. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was grim. like, holy shit, this is this 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 shit just got real. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah. <laughs> so like, Hans is experiencing grief. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe the the tonal shifts are a bit much, but I don't know. There's something appealed to me about like that slightly, 
Like, it's still for kids, but it's slightly more yeah. edgy, maybe, than the second movie. I, th- I yeah. think we like tonal shifts, so, Dan. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just from all the weird shit that we watch, it's just like, yeah, I, I do enjoy, like, a good tonal shift. It's very, like, it's very Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> like, yeah, just mm. these weird, weird scenes where, like, it should be, it should be, like, a sad scene, but it's funny, or it should be horrific, but it's funny. And, like, yeah, I think Nicole Kidman's character, it's, like, her murderous intent, just thinking about it, it's, like, like, this is a kid's movie, but there's, like, it's not afraid to show, like, the darker side of things. Like, she's not sending him to the the spirit realm. She's, like, right. she, she wants to kill him, you know? <laughs> she it's will not, stuff that bear. Not, yeah, she's going to stuff that bear. <laughs> she, it's not sugarcoating it. So, like, I, I find that interesting. Like, yeah, just let kids know what death is early on and then they can yeah. get over it. You can get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'll be a horrible parent. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> don't, don't threaten to stuff your kids. It's like, here you go. You can watch, uh, you can watch Old Boy at seven years old. <laughs> old Boy followed by Paddington. That's yeah. the way to do it. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting you mentioned Bong Joon-ho, because once you said that, now Nicole Kidman's character really does remind me of uh, Tilda Swinton in Okja. Mm. That, like, really manic white lady energy yeah. with a terrible wig who, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, you can tell, has absolutely terrible intentions and will go all the way and is mm. so fine with murder in a way mm. that's really unhinged. Mm. Oh, well, do you want to talk about Hugh Grant then? Phoenix Buchanan in uh, Paddington 2, who I just mm. love. I think that's such a yeah, fun yeah. villain. <laughs> such a fun use of the whole acting thing. He needs a mental health professional though, right? Like, he's, <laughs> he's clearly had a psychotic break. <laughs> he ends up in prison at the end. Like, <laughs> and he's having a great time. He's he finally great gets time to do his prison, musical. I, I don't know if he's getting the help he needs there, you know? <laughs> People just seem to gloss over it. Like, there, there's, an, there's another character in that film, um, the Colonel, who's obviously got PTSD or something, but it's not really addressed. Right, yeah. <laughs> I like to think Paddington advocated for a mental health professional for that oh, person. Yeah, he probably did. Just to complete yeah, right. it, you know? Just like mm. a really nice therapist. Yeah. Maybe the therapist from Ted Lasso. That's why she left Ted Lasso to go work <laughs> in the prison in Paddington 2. Mm, okay, that's I like that's to think canon. that's what happened. That's canon yes. everywhere. Yeah, that's canon. <laughs> universe. That's how she went. But yeah, I think he's so funny. I think he's so silly. He is. I like his, his costumes. Yeah, they brought back the sec- uh, the horny security guard for that that funny guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Farnaby. There's an yeah. unusually attractive nun. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he keeps wanting to shag these guys in drag. He just has a really specific type. <laughs> yeah. Hugh Grant does a villain, like, pretty well. Like, he's gone from being, like, the English gentleman rom-com guy to regularly playing a villain like he's a villain in dungeons and dragons he was a villain yeah. in, i was kind of a bad guy in ruse ruse de guerre that mm. that guy richie movie that i've already <laughs> forgotten and another <laughs> one <laughs> um, the gentleman as well is kind of a oh villain. yeah yeah the gentleman. Oh, yeah. he's never yeah. really like overly villainous though he's kind of like camp i guess yeah it's like it's in his wheelhouse i think this character is he's chewing a lot of scenery in paddington yeah oh yeah <laughs> he's, he's cleaning it up it reminds me of the career trajectory of our boy james mcavoy where he was like a little, uh, a little teen heartthrob and then he was like do you know what i want to do is be insane and every movie from then on was just him being insane yeah. <laughs> i just want to do voices so i want to do funny voices for the rest of my career <laughs> i want to scare people and myself he's an insane actor like i love him he was in that um, mm-hmm. that Danny Boyle movie, like trans, 
which I don't remember that much of, but I remember the poster. It's just him with like a strange face and yelling. It's like, yeah, that's James. Like a yep, boy's career there now. He is. <laughs> He's just angry and just like, yeah. Or that scene in, in Wanted when he like whacks his... He waxed yes, Chris Pratt. Yes, the wax right. yeah. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt <laughs> that movie. Pratt My God. With, with the Pre-Marvel. Yeah. Sleep in the wax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking movie. More like pre-Mario Chris Pratt. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah. His new role is going to be Noah Phil for the rest of his life. Mario. Not, not Jurassic Park guy? Guy that holds his hand in front of his face dominantly? Yeah, guy that <laughs> does the hands to the velociraptors really weirdly. You don't even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> the you, you know what I'm talking about. It's just, just Chris Pratt and holding his hand. Yeah, actually, I don't know what his character's no name idea. is. I'm trying uh, to think. It's just, it's just probably really like just, yeah. Buck or Chuck or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll go with Chuck. <laughs> Chuck the Velociraptor guy. Yeah. I just remembered my favorite thing about the, the Nicole Kidman villain plotline is the fact that when she unveils um, Paddington's, like, taxidermy cage it has the like scientific name for his bear like breed and it's Ursa Marmalada amazing that's the name for the bear amazing so funny so he's a special breed of bear right like he's a marmalade bear yeah a completely fictional bear but other bears can't talk in this universe presumably (laughs) yeah I love the like selective suspension of disbelief like the fact that He's the only talking bear, but no one thinks it's weird. Like when yeah, Mr. Brown first yeah. he's like, oh, careful, guys, it's, it's bear. He's going to want to sell you something. <laughs> like, I like the selective <laughs> yeah. suspension of disbelief. Like, it's really funny. Yeah, I love that we spend no time on that. But it works so well in the context, in the universe of the film. Because there's so many absurd things going on, really. And mm. you kind of yeah. like, well, there's a talking bear. Let's just go along with it. Yeah. And I think that's like, that's quite... That's very clever and like it, it brings such like a, a broad canvas of the character, the universe of Paddington. Mm. Like you can have Hugh Grant like playing all these odd characters, you know, and like getting away with stealing. Mm. Um, that's actually my, my one complaint about Paddington 2. And this is kind of like a logistical like, because like everyone knows who Paddington is at this point because there's only one talking bear in London. Yeah. Right. And like when the cop is like arresting Paddington, she's like freeze. Like don't police have like criminal profilers and stuff. It's like, why would Paddington want to do this? Like if you watch the first movie, he's a very well-intentioned bear. <laughs> and, like it, it like, doesn't make sense. Well, I think, I like, think well, it's like they can't get over their, their prejudices, Tavi. Yeah. They he's like the criminal yeah. justice system is yeah. flawed. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you might, you might be right, yeah. yeah. But still, I feel like... Yeah, if the same thing happened to Batman, there. you better believe they're trying to arrest Batman. Oh, damn! <laughs> <laughs> they don't care nah, who they he never is. do yeah. Batman like that. <laughs> they never do Bruce like that. Yeah, but, like, you're right. I think that suspension of disbelief is, like, it opens the world up to kind of, like, anything can happen, really. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, which, you know, when ludicrous stuff eventually does happen in, in the film, um, yeah, like, it, you just roll with it. I think it's good. It yeah. pre- preps the audience for for whatever may happen in this film. Yeah. Like, they'll they'll bring it up when it's funny, like the whole, like, that bear's going to sell you stuff line. But then mm. also Paddington will then use toffee apples as, like, the suction cups on oh, the train. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, this is great. This yeah. is delightful. <laughs> I love his little ladder. 
when um, that whole gag where they're talking to Paddington with all the other prisoners around him mm. and Mr. Brown keeps insulting all of them. <laughs> yeah. But they just, when they go through all the different characters, there's one guy called Sir Jeffrey Wilcott and he's like, I hope I can rely on your vote. Yeah. What's that? Oh, is, yeah. That yeah. is that a real guy? that, is that like a, I don't think that's a British an actual reference person. of some kind? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know who that is. Though. I feel yeah, like yeah, it represents yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And when they ask about like the one of the criminal guys, they all just go through like, no, nah, no, nah, and he just goes, I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> yes, yes. It's <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> it's good. Oh, it's so, something up. for the adults in the room there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also just love the wholesomeness of when they give Paddington his iconic little coat. And he's, mm. he's looking through and he pats the pockets and he's like, oh, these sandwich compartments are amazing. Mm. <laughs> it's like, these fucking sandwich compartments. It's just Aww. so sweet. A lot of the slapstick as well is quite good, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really like the, the scene where he's trying to have, just have, a, just have a shower, just have a bath, you know, and just <laughs> yeah. everything's going wrong. Um, yeah. And it just culminates in, in, yeah, just a tidal wave going down the stairs. It's just, it's good farcical stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of it the from escalation. the second film as well. Yeah, it's like he's in the, the yeah, barber shop. Yeah, the hairdresser shop. scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The fact that marmalade is the solution to every problem and he's just like, oh, fuck it, where's my marmalade shit? <laughs> Slap it on this guy's head. And that's also the scene where once I start remembering that it's Ben Whitshaw, every time Paddington does a stupid thing, I keep imagining Ben trying to make his voice do it. Like when he has the razor on and he's like buzzing. Yeah. And his voice oh, yeah. is like vibrating like SpongeBob. Just imagining Ben Whitshaw. You're doing that is so funny. Mm-hmm. I love all the like segments of the movie where it's just Paddington attempts to do something, and it's all mm. this like clumsy slapstick, like with the washing the windows, and he's he's like got mm. the rope with the the um, bucket, and he's like going up and down, yeah. and he's grabbing the pot and it smashes, and then he just makes do by like washing all the windows with his fur and just I don't know, it's always so sincere. Like obviously the bath scene in the first one is meant to show that the family is having fun for the first time. Like he's bringing the chaos and the levity mm-hmm. and like showing them how to relax. But it's always just with such good intentions that it's like oh he's he's bringing fun into the world and he's right. he's making other people happy by just trying, mm-hmm. <laughs> by just like really sincerely trying to do anything. <laughs> and you, it's so sweet. I mean, if anything, that's his only flaw is, is he's just clumsy, isn't he? He's a clumsy bear. <laughs> he's a yeah. little boy. <laughs> he just doesn't know. He's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's he's a fucking bear. <laughs> he's only little as well. <laughs> yeah. How old is Paddington meant to be? Okay, okay. How old is Paddington? Is he like 10? Like, is he like a child? So he's a clumsy. He gets jobs and stuff, though. In in the books, like they don't know his age, so they just reset it back to zero. Right. I think so. Okay. But mentally, in the show, like he is just a. I want. He's got more like. He's not really ten because he's got a very good vocabulary. Mm, for a bear. But like, it's just maybe it's just Ben Whitshaw who's just so like competent that it. He's just a, a very polite bear. But maybe he is just like a little like kid. I don't know. I can't tell. He's the ageless. hijinks are like very. He's like he's pretty much a kid, but it's also like he's quite mature. Like he has a. I think like his point is that he's like older, but he has this kind of childlike wisdom, mm. like the simplicity of things. It's like as you said yeah. before, like mm-hmm. why can't this guy just have a home? Because like in the real world, there's like all this shit you gotta sign, and there's always like you know right, a yeah. suit that's above that's trying to like 
suck you dry for everything that you've yeah. got. Mm. But like, yeah, just 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 give the guy a home, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like just give, um, like, for the sincere people that do like move to countries and stuff. Like, I've I've got a lot of uh, international friends in Oz, and they all working hard to like survive here. And it's just like there's a lot of stuff that's working against them. It's just like, I mean, yeah, there's obviously a reason for all this stuff, but it's just like, at some point, it's like just, just relax, just give them a home. They're not gonna like kill anyone or anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think yeah, I think that's what Paddington represents with his unknown yeah. age. Yeah. yeah, someone who hasn't mm-hmm. been kind of like beaten down by the world. Mm-hmm. It is hard to tell because he is a fish out of water as well. So a lot of the That's things, true. like you said, are, are new to him. But that doesn't necessarily mean youth because he's been living in darkest Peru for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you do see him as a cub when at the start of Paddington 2. Oh, fuck. When, um, oh, my God. They, they so cute. Him. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I love how at that moment, like, I assume Paddington would have died had Aunt Lucy not saved him. And it's the fact that Aunt Lucy, in that moment of, like, complete altruistic generosity, mm. immediately risks her life for Paddington and saves him. And I mm. love how, like, the first time we ever see Paddington, maybe the most pivotal moment of his life, like, the first moment of his life is someone else being completely compassionate and generous to him. And it makes mm. so much sense that that informs him for the rest of his life, just, like, doing everything for other people. It just, I don't know, it makes me quite emotional thinking about mm. that that being the f- first important moment of Paddington's life and he spends the rest of his life giving back to other people in that way. Mm. It's, it's really smart. Yeah, that's a really good, like, take. Because, like, you said before, like, it's really easy to be cynical like, I tend to get pretty cynical quite often. So it's really nice to watch a movie like this and then be like, there is, like, a lot of genuine, like, goodness in people. Like, people generally want to help other people when they yeah. can, like, in times of need, you know. Mm. Um, and I think that's a, that's just a really good message because it's just, like, yeah, it's, it's just really easy to get caught up in, in cynicism. Yeah. So just having mm. that moment really be pivotal to Paddington. Paddington is quite, yeah, it's quite a emotionally resonant <laughs> and I, um, yeah. scene. I like how Paddington, you know, he makes small changes. It's it's not all about like, like doing the big things like saving, saving lives and, or even giving homes. It's, it's like basic manners, right? Mm. Like yeah. Every, yeah. all the prisoners mm. are scared of, of knuckles and, and too scared yeah. to confront him. But you know, Pennington says, you know, if you see the, if you look for the goodness in people, you'll you'll eventually find it. You'll find it, and he does, and he mm. teaches yeah. all those guys that that small lesson, and they all become the better for it. So, I mean, like, yeah, from an audience point of view, it's kind of like you can make a difference just by being a good person, you know? Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it all started with that grand gesture from Aunt Lucy. So you maybe she's the real MVP of this story. <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. Legend. <laughs> it is amazing how Paddington 2 didn't need to have a powerful message about the prison industrial complex and teach people how we should treat incarcerated people with dignity and respect. But yeah. it fucking did. Yeah, and Mr. Like, Brown. Flawlessly. They're not, they're not Fuck terrible you, Mr. people, Brown. Mr. Brown. <laughs> Take I, that. I expected better from you. You, you lived through Paddington 1. You dignity. should know better. <laughs> Do not judge Sir uh, Je- Jeffrey Wilcott without getting to know him first. Uh, he's probably the only one I was judging in that scene. Yeah. But <laughs> 
<laughs> These movies are quite layered, just thinking about it. I mean, like, yeah, you, you're exactly right. It's like our comments on the the prison industrial system, where it's like, you can just watch it. It's like, yeah, he's just in prison. You can just take it for what it is. But it's just about, like, the theme again, like, just not judging people from where they come from, you know, or what past mm. they might have. Or they go around the cafeteria and they ask, like, hey, does anyone have any desserts? They all know a little bit of, like, a dessert that they could contribute. Because, yeah, everyone loves food. Everyone has a thing that they love. Everyone is able to contribute if you just give them a chance. Mm-hmm. Everyone has, like, a, a part of them that we're willing to share if you just let them. And I think a lot of Paddington is, like, you know, looking for the good in people. You'll find it. And just, mm. like, giving people that opportunity. And it's just so lovely. Yeah, even, even so talking about this, lovely. like... You're getting you're getting me emotional now. Like, damn man, this movie is just like <laughs> yeah. it's one of, it's one of those movies where like I, I can get pretty emotional when watching a movie. I'm pretty deadpan when I'm like meeting people for, in real life. It's weird. I can only connect with movies, but like this is the kind of movie where like I'll have a slight like tear in the top corner of my eye, but it never really yeah. like comes <laughs> down. It's just like oh, this is just such a such a wholesome movie. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, yeah just is this, just with all these like little things in this movie that are actually quite deep. Like, I mean, just talking mm. to you guys about it and just bring it, you can bring it to the surface. And it's like, it's about a lot of things, mm. but it's also yeah. like very simple. And it's not, it's not really spoon feeding you anything yeah, either. It's definitely not like, heavy handed. Yeah. Like, I, mm. no. like the Ted Lasso mm. comparison, like sometimes Ted Lasso can be a bit much. Yeah, a bit like heavy-handed in his folksy wisdom, but I think Paddington does a good job of like um, teaching you a lesson, but not kind of patronizing the audience. Maybe. Mm. Well, speaking of being emotional, I wrote down all the times I consistently cry watching these movies because it's numerous and worth noting. And I feel like <laughs> I, I want to share mine and also ask when and if you cried. On my list, I have one. I don't know why, but I always shed a tear when at the beginning of the first movie, when Mrs. Brown goes over and introduces herself to Paddington and the lost and sign, uh, lost and found sign behind him, lost and uh, goes down and found lights up when she goes and talks to him that he has been found. And it just fucking kills me (laughs) that it has the lost and found sign and found lights up like, oh, He's, he's found his family. It's so fucking cute. I don't know why that little visual thing that you don't always notice mm. Mm. really makes me emotional. I think it's so sweet. I always cry in Paddington 2 when the Browns forget their visiting hours and he genuinely mm. believes he's been forgotten. And it's like such a moment of... It's not a flaw to believe that you've been abandoned, but mm. it's definitely one of the more vulnerable times we see Paddington sad and actually mm-hmm. afraid that it feels like that's his one true fear is being abandoned because because he kind of has been before yeah. and being alone and yeah it fucking kills me that <laughs> he feels he's been <laughs> forgotten it's so mm. fucking sad and obviously so true to what most incarcerated people go through that they feel mm. like they've been forgotten that's real sad and then the end i always cry at the fucking end of paddington too uh pedro pascal was right Nicholas Cage was right. I cry every time. And I, I'm proud to say that when I showed Rihanna this movie, and I always fucking talk about this because I always remember it, I put on Paddington 2 and Rihanna turns to me, she's like, okay, Margaret, look, I know you love this movie, but I've got to tell you, 
I just don't get your hopes up. I'm probably not going to cry. <laughs> Cut to two hours later. <laughs> the ending comes and Rihanna turns to she goes, God damn it, this is a good movie. And she is crying. Because it's yeah. beautiful. Well, it, it did the one trope that gets me every time. Did you guys cry at the end? Did you cry, Tavi? Um, yeah, pretty much at the same scenes uh, that Margaret pointed out. Like, being forgotten, it, it hits pretty hard. Um, I think when Uncle, the reveal of Uncle Pastuzo's death mm. is kind of like, oh, oh shit. Like, I was like, this is, yeah. Um, and yeah, at, at the end, it's just like, it's really, yeah, it hits, it hits pretty hard. It's like, mm. yeah, hits you like a ton of bricks. In a different, in a very wholesome manner. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah, definitely, yeah. I'm not sure if Dan, Dan doesn't cry during movies. No, I, I, so I wonder if Dan cried. No, yeah, I, that would be a good question. Admittedly did not cry. Um, oh. But, I mean, that doesn't mean Dan. I'm not feeling anything. <laughs> the, yeah, no, Dan, as close Dan as you get. Soul. <laughs> yeah. One thing that got me no soul. is um, when, in the scene where Aunt Lucy saves Paddington as a cub, like, uh-huh. This is in the second movie. So we've already seen that Uncle Pastuzzo dies eventually. But they're sitting on the bridge and they're talking about their trip to London. And they're like, just think, this time next month, we're going to be in London. And then, Mm. like you said, like um, Paddington comes into their life. Aunt Lucy immediately saves him. And then when when she saves him, she's like, change your plans. We're not going to London. We've got a bear to, a cub to raise or something. And I was like, oh, man, immediately giving up your dreams for this, for this yeah. young bear. And yeah, that kind of hits me because of parent stuff. I think like a lot yeah. of the time yeah. when a movie gets me, it's because of like parent stuff. And, and um, yeah, that, that stuck with me. And then because you know that Uncle Pastutz is never going to London and it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> And he, yeah. but he just goes along with it. He's just, yeah, yeah, of course. We're, we're raising this cub. Yeah. Whatever, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> yeah. We will raise this cub. Dumbledore. Voiced by Dumbledore as well. I know. I remember seeing the credits and being like, what the fuck? Oh, of course. Of course it's Michael Gambon. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's, it's quite a universal thing a lot of parents go through of, like, giving up your dreams for your kid. Mm. And, like, sometimes being slightly resentful, but I assume often not really because it was kind of worth it. At the same time, no hesitation at all. It's just, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course this kid becomes before us. But she got to go in the end. She did. <laughs> I thought <gasps> she died as well. At this, like when she's did talking you? about the, the home oh. for retired bears, I'm like, oh, she's, she's going to kill herself. Oh, God. Because her husband's <laughs> what? dead. Oh, my God. That's what I thought. Dad, what the fuck? Because why would she just go with Paddington? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> She's not a replicant. She's not getting retired in that <laughs> I thought, you know, like when you have a pet and you, they're like, oh, they went off to live on a farm. I, th- I thought that was what you were saying. Like I said, Dan ha- Dan has no soul. Yeah, I didn't yeah, cry. No soul. Mind, wow. how, how it's a genuine Paddy's? home for retired bears, Dan. That's not a thing, though. It's not a thing. Like, she's as far as you're aware. She's the only Have you ever been to darkest Peru? <laughs> <laughs> no! There are so many retired 100-year-old bears. I genuinely I like thought it. They the don't love of that her long. life, the love of her life had passed away. So, yeah, she had no reason to live anymore. That's what, that's 
that's my train of thought. Just me. Gee. All right. I, I, I just, just love you. how you immediately went watching watching Paddington. You're like, hmm, suicide is a theme in this movie. Like, I don't know. You got to... <laughs> the villain wants to kill and stuff the protagonist. Oh, we didn't know that yet. You hadn't seen that yet. <laughs> Poor Aunt Lucy. No, she did get to go in the end. Yeah, good for her. Yes. She (laughs) She was fine. She's just 100. Glad glad she didn't choose to retire herself. (laughs) 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 Me too. You know what? Me too. It does kind of amaze me how that scene makes me cry because I have no idea. Because it's one thing to, like, make your audience cry out of sadness, like Pixar does it all the time. It's obviously not Mm. easy, but, like, there's a bit of a formula to it with the way the music swells and you get to really emotional, like... Cool, sad things. Like, if so, you, you, you can make someone cry out of sadness, but that scene is pure joy and also, like, mm. overwhelming generosity. Like, I don't know what it is, but it genuinely, like, spot. I don't ca- I don't cry a lot at movies. It genuinely makes me cry, and I don't fully know how they do it. But as soon as we get to that attic scene of Paddington in bed, I'm like, oh, God, here it comes. Here it <laughs> fucking comes. Mm. I don't know how they do it, but it's kind of amazing. I don't. I don't even think Paul King probably even realizes it either. Like I think, yeah. if he was writing it, it's just like this is a nice scene. And a lot of the times, like, I mean, you watch like directors' interviews and stuff like that. I think a lot of the time it's like director fluff when they say, "Yeah, this meant this, this, and this." But right. like a lot of the times, like when I'm writing something or if I'm trying to direct something. I don't know how it's going to... Like, you try to aim for something, but then you don't really know how it's going to affect people. And, like, it's pretty cool when people watch your stuff and they say, I felt this and this. And, like, did you think this idea? And you're like, yes. Yes, that's it. But you kind of, like... You you never really know what you're doing. Um, Right, yeah. So I feel like it's just something from... Like, I don't know Paul King personally, but, like, I feel like there's just something that has come from his subconscious Mm. and onto Mm. the page that has just resonated with people. And I think that's like the magic of it. It's like, it's not really, yeah. But how much do you think of it? How much do you think is him? And how much do you think is the character of Paddington that was originally developed by Michael Bond? Um, Because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of Paddington fiction, right? Like I've only got Mm. one of the books, but I assume he's got a lot of stories. um, Yeah, I think so. Wikipedia page looks massive. Right? So, like, mm. maybe there's just, like, maybe, you know, um, he's grown up on these books and, yeah, like, stuff has just seeped into his subconscious and that's kind yeah. of come out mm. in this in this screenplay that he's developed um, and in the yeah. movie that he's created. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell because Paddington, like you said, like we've all said, it's just he's just such a sincere character and mm. that really shines through in these movies. But maybe it's... Maybe it's the character that does a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, you might be Maybe. right. Like characters come to life; they have they breathe a life of their own. Mm. Yeah, they're like they're like no longer yours at a point. Like, yeah, yeah they literally That's come beautiful. alive. Yeah. So yeah, one thing I desperately want to hear is a little segment from Resident Tavi. <laughs> I want to know your 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 like promised gritty Korean reboot of Paddington. Would, would you like to share with the group? My my dark Korean remake, which I... Yeah, I guess, like, for people who don't know, and I don't even talk about it in my podcast, but I am a filmmaker. Uh, still quite new, so very indie. 
So if, if you're, just a disclaimer, if you're a fan of Paddington, which you probably are if you've listened this far <laughs> into this episode, um, and, and if you don't want your, your image of Paddington to be <laughs> destroyed, completely and utterly destroyed, probably skip ahead. Um, we'll yeah, put time codes we'll, we'll in. We'll put a timestamp. Um, yep. All right, go for a time. <laughs> <laughs> go ruin people's dreams. Yay. So... Yeah, um, it's basically the movie will be set in Korea and instead of being a Peruvian bear, Paddington will be an Asian black bear. So they're like often in the like North Korean forest. Mm. And instead of Paddington, I've called him Myeondong, which is like a, a station in Korea. <laughs> yeah. I think ah, it's like a really popular nice. like okay. station. So his backstory is that he was like captured by like Chinese black marketers who like are involved in like human trafficking and organ donation and then they capture exotic animals on the side but he somehow escapes from them and then he finds himself in Myeondong and he's like yeah like Paddington in the original movie he's looking for a place to stay uh, and he comes across instead of the browns I've called them the parks because that's just a Really common yeah, Korean name. Equivalent of brown in Korea, sure. <laughs> yep, yep. And they're um, in classic Korean cinema fashion. They're getting beaten up by debt collectors. That's just a thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, so, <laughs> classic. So, yeah, so Paddington saves them. Oh, not Paddington. Myeondong does his signature hard stare to the um, uh, yes. debt collectors and he, he scares them off. And then... The pucks eventually, like, yeah, same kind of dynamic. The the dad doesn't really want him to stay, but the mum convinces him. They don't have a son and a daughter. It's just a daughter, and she, like, hates Myeondong. And she gets, like, bullied at school a lot for being poor because her parents run, like, a kimchi restaurant that no one goes oh. to. So she gets bullied. But then pa- Myeondong manages to save her, and then they become friends. The Mr. Gruber equivalent, which we didn't talk much about, um, played oh, by Jim yeah. Broadbent. Jim Broadbent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brown. <laughs> yeah. So that shit. He, his character is, of course, Dr. Sheep. So he's an anthropomorphic sheep who has similar <gasps> stories to Paddington. Like, he moved to um, Korea as well and had a hard time, oh, right. but he managed to, like, run his own antique shop so, yeah, that's basically the setup, Act 1. And then Act 2 is, like, there's an inaugurational speech to welcome a new prime minister in Korea. And then Myeondong spots, like, this trench coat figure trying to go through the crowd. And he drops his wallet, like, in one of the original movies. And then he tries to give it back to the guy. But the trench coat figure is an assassin. And he, like kills the the prime minister and then basically hijinks happen and paddington i mean myeondong cops the blame and then they basically say he's like a, a north korean spy but like he tries to prove his innocence and oh, the parks no. try to prove their innocence um but like they fail so he goes to prison but like he doesn't make it to prison because the two police officers driving him are very incompetent. So <laughs> in Korean are. movies, poli- <laughs> any law enforcement in Korean movies is really, like, depicted as very inept for some reason. Yeah. Like, in all Korean, they're, like, always fucking up. Not so. necessarily corrupt, but definitely <laughs> bad, like, bad at their jobs <laughs> in general. <laughs> so, right. like, 
they're driving Paddy uh, Myeongdong to like the jail that's maybe far and it's like raining really heavily but like the police officer is just for some reason like trying to grope the other police officer for a bit of fun and then they end up crashing and then like Paddington or Myeongdong escape. I keep calling him Paddington because it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the officers wakes up and he sees that Myeongdong is trying to resuscitate the officer, but the the guy thinks, oh, he's trying to kill him. So he tries to kill Myeongdong, but like he ends up like shooting something. And then it's kind of like in that comic misunderstanding, he like shoots a power line and then he, kills himself accidentally. Oh, no. So there's a lot of, like... (laughs) I put a lot of, like, these scenes where Paddington gets into his, like, uh, comic hijinks. But instead of, like... (laughs) The slapstick always ends up with someone dying. (laughs) I actually really like that. (laughs) That's good. It's a very Park Chan-wook thing, you know? (laughs) It is very Park Chan-wook. So... Basically, for the rest of the movie, Myeongdong is trying to get back to the parks, and the parks are trying to discover the identity of the killer. And then they do at one point, but they, you don't find out who. And then Paddington gets home, or Myeongdong gets home to the uh, the parks, and they've all been killed. So that's that's part one. That's the first oh, movie. No. So his oh, family no. is dead. No. <laughs> the second movie is vengeance, is it? <laughs> Oh, shit. Is that what this is? I'm in. So the second movie, this is like, I hadn't thought too much about the plot, but it's basically Myeongdong trying to prove his innocence because he's basically being being blamed for killing the pucks and the president and all the police officers. So like, there's like a... (laughs) It's just mounting. It's criminal number one. Oh, no. Does he go on the run or is he uh, on trial? Yeah, he goes on the run. Okay. So he's he's trying to like figure this identity and he's always about to like get really close to finding out who the person is but then hijinks happen and then that person will just die in some <laughs> some comic way right um but eventually at the end of part two so plot that i don't haven't thought too much about yada, yet yada, he yada. finds out the um he finds out the identity of the the original assassin and it's like it's another Asian black bear that looks exactly like him. And it's like, what the oh. fuck's going on? And then Dr. Sheep comes back into the fray and he has his, what I call the the anime villain moment where he explains everything. So right, basically, yeah. Myeongdong is like, he's not actually a bear. He's just a, uh, a North Korean spy. But like in North Korea, his family got caught doing black market trading and they said, we'll spare your family if you do this thing for us. So they did all these weird experiments on his <gasps> brain. So they've made him, like, not see himself as a person, but as a bear. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, and it's like, yeah. Holy and shit. The reason Dr. Sheep is a sheep is because there's all these sleeper agents that they put in uh, South Korea and they've programmed him to see them as animals so he can't id anyone oh my god <laughs> and then Whoa. it's like yeah but like Myeongdong is like distraught by this because he doesn't remember any of that shit and he's like really distraught by the death of um the parks and every time there has been like an accidental death in the movie he's a- he's actually killed them like 
there's flashbacks like he was legitimately directly responsible. He just doesn't remember them. So he just sees oh. them as like little hijinks, but he he's oh, the spy no. and he was the assassin the whole time. So he shot the prime minister and he killed the pucks because they found out who he was. Oh, fuck. And yeah. So there is no identical black bear. It's just him. <laughs> Not, yeah, it's just him. It's just him. It's and a so mirror. He, he, <laughs> it's so he gets driven to madness and then he kills Dr. Sheep by crushing his skull. And then he decides he doesn't belong either in North or South. So he just lives. He's like, because he doesn't believe he is not a human. He still sees himself as a bear. He still thinks he's a bear. So he just goes to live in the woods. And that's the end of Myeongdong. That's the dark Korean remake. That's awesome. Sad. I love that. <laughs> it's so be, sad. It has to be sad. It's, if it's Korean, it's going to be sad. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but it ends in a snowy forest as well, right, Tommy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it still hits all the beats, though. Like, that's... Does it? That's really close. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not all the beats, but like it has the like basic structure and like the the clumsy hijinks and stuff and like I don't know, I don't know, it's cool. Yeah, and the lesson is still there, right? The- yeah, I tried to keep it <laughs> like <laughs> similar, like to the character of Paddington oh, okay. and the lessons, but in a very right. like yeah, there's a point to it, and it's just like. Because, yeah, he, it's like the allegory, it's like, yeah, the immigrant story, the idea that, like, if you're, like, a North Korean, like, person, like, everyone just suspects you straight from the start. But in this case, he actually is a spy, but is any of it his doing kind of thing. So, yeah. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up, but, um, you know, that's what I like, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so great. I was teaching Thank people not, not to trust random bears and take them into, <laughs> into their homes. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. this instance, Mr. Park is absolutely right. They should just keep walking. <laughs> yeah. So if Bong Joon-ho or Park Chun-wook are listening to this, you know, I, I, I can write a script for you guys, you know. Yeah. I know you guys like weird stuff, so, yeah, come, come hit me up. <laughs> hit yeah, up. I'll do it for free. That's good. That's good. I, I would watch that. <laughs> might cry Hell yeah, for different I would watch reasons that. Yes. But, uh... <laughs> yeah very different kind of crying <laughs> I mean I did have a random question I wanted to ask and now feels like an appropriate time to ask it and not necessarily um, Tavi's version of Paddington although maybe for an extra like step up but uh, do you guys think you could beat Paddington in a fight one no. on one <laughs> just straight I up mean, no. He's, no. A bear, he's a bear I, yeah, he's true. a bear and he's I'm a out bear. of shape he's a but he's, he's got such a gentle he's soul like, Tavi you know yeah. he's quite he's a tiny bear but he's, he's, he's got yeah. claws <laughs> <laughs> he's got claws it's true he's like cut my throat I'm like he <laughs> <laughs> would like swipe your jaw off or something <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> And he's all like fucked up on marmalade um, as well. Yeah, he would, he would, yeah. uh, he would, Sugar he would rush. stun lock, he would stun lock me with his hard stare, and then yeah. he would like, I'd be like, "What's going on?" And then he'll come behind and then cut my throat, and then I just. And be even, even if you do beat him, he's got a bunch of like ex cons for friends. You know, don't get retribution. Brendan Gleeson's coming for you. McGinty is coming for you. It's a short-lived victory. I love you, Brendan Gleeson. Him and his shears, his yeah. bad shears. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, cut my head off yeah. with the shears. To be fair, I do love Paddington's hard stare, and it's like very wholesome. But the, not gonna lie, like as he's staring at you, I'm like, that bear's gonna eat you. 
Like that's yeah. the stare of a bear that's about to eat you. Yeah. Like when it's like zoom in and his eyes are big, I'm like, he's about to take a tasty snack out of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking scary. I feel like if you went for him though, you just think you were going in for a hug. I don't think he'd I don't think he'd see your harmful intent, you know. I think that's oh, yeah. the hundred percent. Because yeah, he sees the good in he tries to see the good in everybody, and that's his well, first yeah. mistake. <sighs> it, <laughs> that's yeah. when you get him. <laughs> <laughs> literally be beating him with a shovel and he'd be like, I believe in you. There's goodness in you somewhere. Yeah, you could be him, but like at what cost? Yeah. You wouldn't feel yeah. good about it. Yeah. It's not worth dies, it. But you'd win. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm just picturing you beating Paddington up with a shovel and that's quite a, that's quite that a would be my weapon of image. choice. <laughs> Like you'd, you'd be like on top of it and like blood is like splaying on your face. Like, I'm sorry, Paddington. Yeah. It's like smacking him. Yeah. His face is slowly caving in with each hit. And he's like, oh, oh dear. Oh, bother. <laughs> with, with every impact, oh, the impacts are getting more and more wet. And he's like, oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah, you made it so visceral. Oh, God. I'm not asleep. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. yeah, this is too sad. This is not what Paul King uh, intended. Up to the Sorry, home for retired bears with you, Paddington. <laughs> Sorry, Michael Bond. You created you a great character. Up, if I was to assassinate Paddington, I'd go to him with a gun and be like, you go into the home of retired bears, Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. As you drive the knife further in, just, just, just let it happen, Twist. Paddington. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna see Pastuza soon. You're gonna be with him soon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'd go through the more like, like the psychological route, just like yeah. the long game, just like whispering things into his ear. Like the Browns don't actually love you. And then just like like bugging oh, the Browns no. house and then like editing like an audio <laughs> of like them like cursing Paddington and just like yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure, like, hey, Paddington. <laughs> I hate you. It's like, yeah. It's just like, yeah. We should abandon Paddington. <laughs> yeah. Paddington ends up going to the home of retired bears as Dan had intended. <laughs> Either way, it's a- just completely, completely broken. <laughs> Mentally Fucking and physically. Hell. Oh my god. I asked, Rihanna and I literally have a segment on our podcast called Could You Fight Them? And I swear to God, it has never gotten this dark. It's all <laughs> such a fun hypothetical. Like, anyway. I'm sorry, that's Now it's yeah. like, how would you drive Paddington to madness? <laughs> how many hits would it take? Yeah, I should have known it would go in this direction. Me, me uh, I mean, yeah, you, you probably know me and Dan pretty well now and the stuff that we, I mean, just with my pitch, it's like, yeah, I, I tend to go into the darker side of things, which is why I need, like, people like me need a movie like Paddington, so I don't yeah. go into madness myself. Yeah, I just but, wanted um, to have a pleasant talk about Paddington. I was looking forward to, to a light conversation about this lovable bear character. To be fair, I did ask the question. It's probably on me. I should have known what would happen. No, no. Let's all take a part of the blame for this, for the way this conversation has turned out. I'm sorry, Paddington. Sorry, Paddington. Sorry, Michael Bond. Sorry, Michael Bond. Sorry, Michael Bond. Sorry, Rest in peace, peace, Michael Bond. (laughs) I do have something slightly more fun for us to do if you're down for it. Yeah, go for it. 
Very quickly, I have a little game, which is something mm. we do where I annoy Rhiannon with games and I force her to partake in me pretending to live out my dream of being a game show host <laughs> oh, nice. on the podcast. <laughs> and I have a game if you're done to do it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, I've got plenty of time. All good. So one thing we like to do is a we go on Letterboxd because Rhiannon and I are now obsessed with Letterboxd. We love it. Okay. And mm-hmm. we find reviews and I do this thing where I give Rhiannon a review and she's got to guess what movie it's from. Okay. Ooh. And I thought we could do like a Paddington related version. The only thing is like there's only two Paddington movies and yeah. they're going to be very similar reviews. Like it, it, mm. it's not going to be that fun to guess what's what. So I've chosen a bunch of bear related movies. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you're going to guess, is it Paddington? Is it not Paddington? If it's not Paddington, what movie is it? Mm-hmm. Bear related movie. Okay. Sounds good. You down? Sounds good. Yeah, All right. Good. Yeah. No, this sounds, this sounds like a lot of fun. Like, yeah. Good stick. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Easy one to start off with, just to like get the feel. So I have a review from Lauren, a five-star five review, which is, people who don't cry over Paddington are the weaker species and will be taken by natural selection. Mm. I feel, well, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she said it, not me. <laughs> natural selection. Thanks, Laura. <laughs> um, yeah, Paddington 2, I would say. I, I think it's yeah. Paddington 2. Yeah. Paddington it was Paddington 2. Also, I found these not Rhiannon, so Rhiannon is also playing. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes. completely in the dark here. Yeah. Okay. Three and a half star review by Jeeb. Uh, I can't believe that Paddington Bear changed his first name to Cocaine. Mm. Okay. Cocaine so, bear, right? this, yeah. Cocaine it's Bear. It's got to be Cocaine Bear. It is Cocaine Bear. It was a slightly yes. easy one. It was Cocaine Bear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do like that. That's all right. <laughs> that changed his first name to Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Paddington's okay. name Paddington Brown? Yeah, I guess technically. Oh. Although I suppose he goes by both Paddington Bear, Paddington yeah. Brown. Mm. He's versatile. Maybe his middle name is Bear? Paddington, Paddington Bear Brown? Paddington Bear Brown. Yeah, that, that works. I suppose otherwise it would be Brown Bear, which is just like a, a species of bear. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe that's too easy. Which he is not. <laughs> he's a Ursa Marmalada, whatever it is. Yeah, Ursa Marmalada. fucking cute. Okay, four stars by Andrea. Oh, God. Why did I choose this? How am I going to read this? We love the... And then it's S-H-T-H-A-A-A-A-L-T-U-D-P-D-C-U in brackets. Sally Hawkins takes home an anthropomorphic animal and loves them unconditionally despite public descent cinematic universe. Hmm. This sounds well, like the Sally first one. Hawkins, she's in Shape of Water, right? But that's not a bear. She is. Ah, yeah. that's not yeah. a bear. Uh, it's not a bear. That's true. But if it's a cinematic it's not a universe, bear. And that, where else does she take home? Yeah, that came out after oh, yeah, the yeah, Paddington right. movies, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. it did. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so, Shape of Water, maybe. Is that the answer? Is that your answer? I'm. I'm still gonna stick with Paddington One. I think it's Paddington One, still. Tavi gets a point. It, it is just Paddington 1. Okay, yeah. Uh. Referencing The Shape of Water. Two movies yeah. where she takes up an anthropomorphic animal. Yeah. I don't know if you guys keep in track, but Tavi gets a point. Cool. I, I think I'm two for... Or three for three? Three for is three. three questions? Yeah. I think you're for three for three, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, four stars by Mario. The beauty and devastation of nature. And Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, this must be the, the revenant. revenant. Yeah. 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 Could be Titanic. Yeah, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to think, is there another, is, 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 is there another movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and a bear? 
It's like, no, yeah, it is no, it's just a rep that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan and I have a very special connection to this movie. When when we were living together, like, we often reenacted the the Tom Hardy versus DiCaprio fight scene at the end of that movie when oh, we were yeah. really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. And then we'd always, like, use the gif of... Um, DiCaprio like spitting when his like son is getting killed as a metaphor for us being hungover. So it's just like yeah, just yeah. general <laughs> yeah. general clips of Leonardo DiCaprio in pain, yeah. just mirroring our own suffering. <laughs> that's how you experience life is through his pain. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, oh, sorry. I wonder what you do with the Wolf tangent. of Wall Street. I wonder where that comes up. I've only seen that movie once, actually. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, mm. it's not that easy to rewatch, though. Mm. Um, it's a lot. But yeah. Mm. Sorry, to could you could, could continue? I, I just went on a, a bit of a rant. <laughs> just not a rant, just a, a reminiscing of old times of youth. <laughs> it's fine. Being wistful is absolutely allowed. Okay. Uh, three and a half stars by Emmy. Uh, main character's name, which I won't say because it's a spoiler, really was like, Mum, I'm gay. And if you can't understand that, I'm just going to have to turn you into a bear. Oof. Ooh, okay. This is a tricky one. What is that? I, oh. I don't think it's Paddington. I know what it is, but you guys have a go first. <laughs> uh, I watched this movie oh. recently. That's the only reason I've I know what it is. Oh, oh. Okay, what's everyone's answers? I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't think you've seen like, it, Tavi. I'm, I'm guessing it's Brave. Yeah. The Disney Pixar movie Brave. Yeah, Brave. Woo! <laughs> brave. You got it. Yeah. Okay. It was Brave. Well yeah, yeah, I said, I said, I said Brave. Nah, I said, sorry. <laughs> it's a very accurate. Uh, it's recorded. Of, of that, um, <laughs> Rewind. You said I don't know. <laughs> of that movie's plot, I, I would say <laughs> pretty yeah. good summary. Yeah. <laughs> Three and a half stars is a bit rough though. I, I like that movie. Maybe four stars from me. <laughs> yeah, you like it? It's pretty good. I like Brave. I like everything except the songs, which were the there weren't that many of them, and the only one. I don't think there were any. There's one where she's like climbing a cliff, and it's about like about being about being brave, probably. I don't know, but it's about being (laughs) girls. Yeah, love that song. Okay, one star by Haley. We watched 50 minutes of this and got bored and skipped to the point where he gets split in half and dies. Cheered and then turned it off. Hmm. Mm. Is this like? I wonder if this is a real review. <laughs> this is like. A, <laughs> I did not write a, this review. Split in half and dies. Are they, are they just like boring? Hmm. It is Maybe. a comedy. Comedy. A comedy. A comedy with a bear. And somebody bear. getting split in half. <laughs> oh, this is a hard one. Uh, must must be must be cocaine bear. <laughs> Because that does happen in Cocaine Bear. Okay, okay. I haven't oh, someone gets split in half. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I, I Is like... everyone's answer Cocaine Bear? Oh, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, we're going to hop onto be. that, yeah. Yeah. All right, Cocaine Bear. Real answer was Ted. Do you remember that movie? Oh, I haven't oh, seen it. Ted. I haven't seen Ted. Oh, oh, Ted. It was a really raunchy movie about a bear. Oh, because yeah, he's a stuffed bear. Yeah, yeah, okay, he probably bear. gets split yeah, in half at some yeah. point, yeah. sure. Okay, okay. That's is that movie boring? Just so you know. No, it's quite fun. Okay. It's quite a fun movie. It's a, it's a comedy. I mean, yes. yeah. I don't think it's that good, though. I think it's a little annoying. But, I mean... I have a soft spot for, for uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? 
Yeah. Yeah, I just find him really funny. I I just like his his level of like confused annoyance just amuses me. (laughs) He's like, is it the toxins? (laughs) No man, we're not. (laughs) What's happening? What? No. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a goddamn second. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second. Okay, Karen H, four stars. I love this movie, but my mum hates it because, and I quote, that bear is so irresponsible. Mm. Surely not Paddington. Is it Yogi Bear? (laughs) Paddington is a little bit irresponsible. Um, Yogi Bear is also quite irresponsible. He's a thief, is what he is. But he wants the picnic basket. He's a picnic basket thief. The ranger should really, like, get on that. (laughs) Ranger needs a weapon. (laughs) Yeah. I imagine um, the bear from Cocaine Bear is also quite irresponsible because he's he's just on cocaine. I would imagine so. It's a lot of cocaine. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's doing a lot of cocaine. Ted is also irresponsible. Yeah, because he does a lot of drugs. Because he's voiced by Seth MacFarlane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All bears are pretty irresponsible, actually. That's (laughs) true. you think about it. It's true. All right, what's your answers? I'm going to say Yogi Bear just because there hasn't been a Yogi Bear. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm gonna say. Brennan, what are you going for? I don't know. That's my okay. answer. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna say Ted. It was Paddington. Oh, oh. what? The movie Paddington. Yeah. I mean, Mum hates I, that I, movie because that bear is so <laughs> irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I had, I had an inkling it was Paddington. Did Mr. Curry write that <laughs> review? <laughs> yeah. I think it was Mr. Curry. Peter Capaldi. Just like, fuck yeah. that bear. <laughs> I mean, he does incite like a prison escape and then he doesn't get any um, repercussions for it, right? That's very true, yeah. It's true, illegal stuff. Mm. Yeah. That's the thing that Rhiannon, because you did a law degree, it always <laughs> frustrates you because Paddington didn't do anything wrong until he broke out of prison and then he committed a crime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really that, frustrating. Like, now you've prison. committed a crime, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back to jail mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> now he deserves it. Yeah, yeah. He also somehow smuggled a, a marmalade sandwich into into prison. Yeah, somehow. Like, oh, they didn't want to pat that. down the bear. I'm not going to pat down that bear. Off. Apparently not. They were like, no, that hat needs to stay. <laughs> it, it fits him so well. well. Well, they gave him a different hat. Um, so oh, yeah. They did, what, does they, he, what does he do? Did he do like a uh, like a switch? Did he like put it under his clothes and put it back? You don't want to know. You don't want to know what he did with that sandwich. Yeah. How does, how does anybody get anything into prison? Oh no! Are we talking about yes. Christopher Walken in Pulp Fiction? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then he gives it to Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> what are you done, Dad? Oh. Anyway, okay. <laughs> For five stars by Siri, <laughs> Sally Hawkins is the manic pixie dream mum. I just like um, this review. Mm, Paddington two. Paddington two. Again? Paddington one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Paddington one. Paddington one. It is Paddington two. one. Mm. Yeah. I feel like she. Oh, he switched. I feel like he is sweeter in the first movie. Like there's more focus on her sweet yeah, nature. Yeah. I think. Yeah, she has to work harder for it yeah. in the first one. Yeah. yeah. To really convince. The yeah. second one is more about the prisoners and Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Liam, four stars. What a willy-nilly silly old bear. Mm-hmm. And it might uh, not be what you think. The Revenant. <laughs> 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 I don't want to find that funny. 
I'm gonna say the revenant too because it's funny. Random? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do it on that. <laughs> Points all round. Oh, it was the revenant. Oh my god! <laughs> you did it. You did it. Silly bear, though. It's always just ravaging Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> What a scant. <laughs> you got it. Uh, four stars from Van Gogh. I knew I hit rock bottom when I was crying over a CGI bear at 2am. Uh, is this just Pennington 2? Mm, yeah. He's the only bear, right? the only CGI bear that you would cry over, right? Yeah. Paddington 2. Mm-hmm. Twas oh. Paddington 2. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to change it to? I was about was to, change to change it to... to um, the Revenants. <laughs> <laughs> There's that bear from Prey that yes. gets just torn apart by the Predator. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all right. That's, oh, no. Yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I should have chosen that. Probably had kids. Prey. <laughs> Probably. Had cubs. Oh, great. I forgot about this one. Okay. Uh, three and a half stars from Haley. Fuck, lads, I don't want to sound like a furry, but Idris Elba as Shere Khan is the sexiest piece of voice acting since Jeremy Irons as Scar in <laughs> The Lion King. <sighs> Someone is horny on Maine. Yeah, okay. Jungle Book 2016. Is it Beast? That Idris Elba movie where he fights... I mean, no, that's a lion. That's, that's a lion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Must be How could the... you mistake them? How could you <laughs> mix them up? True. They're both vicious animals that would kill me instantly <laughs> <laughs> with one swipe. Like, no shit, I'm just dead. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think he did something for Disney. Yeah, it must be the Jungle, Jungle Book. Um, no, uh, Christian Bale did the Netflix one. Um, it was just called Mowgli. Oh, yeah, Mowgli. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, but the, there's um, a, I don't... the Disney remake? The... I think it's the Jungle Book. Yeah. Is everyone's answer? I'm good. saying the Jungle Book. Yeah, Jungle Book remake. Yeah. Someone was really fucking horny for Idris Elba. <laughs> I didn't know he was in there. He's a pretty he's, fair. He's, yeah. He's a pretty handsome fellow. Yeah. yeah. Even in even in bear form, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently so. But Jeremy Irons as Scar is is pretty good as well. <laughs> yeah. That's a Jeremy one. Irons is better in Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> If you I've guys seen that it. movie, talk about chewing I have not, scenery. I probably should. <laughs> That's, it's a very just watch a watch a Jeremy Irons compilation on YouTube. Okay. I'm sure you don't need to watch the whole movie. It's a bit of a waste of time. In fact, yeah, I would recommend not watching the whole movie. <laughs> okay, I'll look like, up that scene. Me. He's like, ah, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, he does that a lot. <laughs> um, all right, two and a half stars from Megan. Uh, need to spo- smoke a blunt with this fucking teddy bear. Is it Ted? Ted? Two. Ted two. There's more than one. <laughs> There's more than it's one. Ted three. <laughs> what? God. <laughs> oh, maybe it's Winnie the Pooh. I wouldn't mind getting high with Winnie the Pooh. I reckon. I mean, pr- it's whoever you think this person wants to smoke a blunt with. <laughs> I'm, I'm a yeah. I'd smoke a blunt with Paddington. Yeah, I'm with Paddington. <laughs> it, it was in fact Ted. Uh, I'm yeah. afraid. Ted one. I would smoke I, a blunt with Paddington though. Yeah, I definitely would. Oh, imagine Paddington on, like, weed. He'd be way better company than Ted. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Ted's a bit annoying, yeah. I have a feeling... I have a feeling Paddington would be exactly the same on drugs. Mm -hmm. He'd be the same guy. He's Mm. already, like, a perfect balance in the universe. I don't think anything could displace him. Depends on what kind of drug, though. 
Are we talking about <laughs> Paddington, Paddington on cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> Paddington gets, gets together with cocaine bear. We already did that. Oh, I just put this one in for me. Uh, Leia, three stars. If you had a chance to change your feet, would you? Just because I like that one. Like, oh, which, which one was... Which one? <laughs> it's a good effort. I I know who you're talking about. It's Mrs. Yeah. Bird, right? Um, I don't I don't remember which movie this was from though. I think yeah. it's the second one. Paddington Two. Is that your answer, guys? What's your answer? It's Brave, mm. right? Sorry, was it? Was it Brave? Is it Brave? It's Brave, right? I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, I, think yeah, sure. I think it's Brave. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. She does say that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Brave, so yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just doing a Mrs. Bird right. <laughs> It's a little bit because it is brave and I quote that shit all the time. Yeah, no, I yeah. have a bit of an advantage that I was brave with Margaret and then we spent a long time yeah. saying that quote. Had a, if you had a chance to change your feet, would you? That one was just yeah. for me. But you, you took the hint from other people <laughs> that it was brave and you still got the point. Okay, four stars from Lily. Paddington threw the first marmalade sandwich at Stonewall and his pigeons helped him. Which Probably I really appreciate. First. Probably be the first one. First Paddington the pigeons. Yeah. First the Marley's pigeons best. Well. Yeah. 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 I love that his only enemy in the Paddington movies are pigeons. And it, even in the end, they work together. <laughs> it's so good. Like, even in the yeah. end, there's teamwork. <laughs> yeah, to kill Nicole Kidman's character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they work together. Yeah. Does so that mean did Paddington intentionally try to kill Nicole Kidman as well? I mean, what else was his intent <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, I mean, what else was he doing? I don't think he was oh, thinking wow. it through. He was just like, you've got to get her out of here. She gotta dies, she dies. Yeah, Not blood on my hands. Nicole Kidman. It's the pigeons. <laughs> well, Paddington's probably more gangster. Yeah, he yeah. saw his opportunity and he took it. <laughs> See, that's what that's, that's exactly why he'd beat me in a fight, because he yeah. acts all coy, mm. but when you're pushed against the wall... <gasps> He will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not fucking with that bear. <laughs> I'm not fucking with that bear, man. I don't want to fight a bear. Yeah. I don't want to get DiCaprioed. Just like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> All right. I'll go with this as the final one, just because it did make me laugh. Uh, four stars from Lauren. The MILF to BILF transformation. Mm, that's got to be brave again, right? <laughs> Mum, I'd like to fuck. To bear, I'd like to fuck. Jesus. Well, it must be. So is is there a big emphasis on bears in that movie? I didn't really realise. <laughs> it's mainly yeah, about it's the, bears. It's a major plot point in the movie. This feels like that. I didn't realise you hadn't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a whole thing. Everyone turns into a bear. Oh, okay. But yeah. It was indeed brave, the, the MILF to BILF transformation. So many furries. I should have expected I'd encounter so many furries in these reviews. <laughs> you didn't find any um, Puss, in Boots, Puss in Boots reviews. There's a lot of oh, bears in, in the yeah, last one. Oh, yeah. Are there? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hold on, yeah. hold on. I'm going to find one. Okay, okay. <laughs> give me a minute. I'll find one from each and see if you can tell which is which. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Bits Savar. That's uh, a fucking I love traumatizing people it? with that movie. <laughs> oh, I love that movie yeah. so much. Oh, two Flags so B movies. I just realized we're going to put some boots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think about the bears. Just another normal day for the Skarsgård family. 
That's funny. That's good. Are we are we guessing that one, or are you just reading? No, sorry. Oh, that's not a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, I think normally these are so much better when I have um, time to practice to look through all the trash movies. That's no right. You, you're going on two Asian, <laughs> two Asian bloke style. Like Dan and I really plan. It's a very just like just jump in talk. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Dan does quizzes too on the, on the odd occasion. Mm. And then I just begrudgingly answered them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the energy we're going for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta see this this Puss in Boots movie. It's oh pretty gosh, good. It's so good. It's pretty yeah. good. It was amazing. I watched it in a cinema of five year olds. It was the most traumatizing experience. And even they couldn't ruin it. <laughs> I felt like an actual predator. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I felt awful. I was in a cinema of five-year-olds, like, in between children, just like, I feel like a fucking predator right now. You were, like, messaging me the whole time. It was so funny. Yeah, I was messaging Randall, like, oh, these kids are freaking me out. Yeah, you went during school holidays, didn't you? So it was just kids. It was half-term, and I was like, fuck, it's a primary school in here. Yeah. Is it, do you think it's more of a kids' film than Paddington? There's some pretty dark themes in that movie, man. Yeah. Shrek's not really yeah. a kids' film, right? <laughs> Shrek is like pretty. more of a kids' film. Okay. Yeah, I think Paddington's more of a kids' film. More wholesome, yeah. right? Okay. I, I think I still, I think I like Paddington more than Puss in Boots. Like, um, I just like the wholesomeness a bit more. Mm. Puss in Boots, uh, it's a really good movie. It still has that kind of like cynicism about the humor is kind of like yeah, drawing attention to itself at times mm. like mm. what a lot of american mm. movies tend to do um whereas paddington has just gone all the way with being wholesome and ends up being funny in its own right but yeah yeah i don't think i'll be able to find something that's uh, as cryptic but I'll, I'll leave you with uh kathy's three and a half star review of uh this was so scary thank god sweden doesn't exist <laughs> for Midsommar yeah. Sweden isn't real <laughs> de- definitely Swede- Swedish tourism dipped a little after that <laughs> yeah. I-, I don't think it's recovered but I think that concludes my game thank you for tolerating my, yeah, my thank fun thank you for that. that, was fun yeah that was fun Yeah, Dan's yeah. probably going to steal that and put it in our segments now <laughs> oh shit yeah. what have I done <laughs> yeah. yes you better copyright it before Dan takes it yeah. Well, at least I have officially <laughs> copyrighted How Old Is This Paul Rudd? So you can't steal that one. Mm, yeah, my favorite game. I show, oh, yeah. I show Rian on a picture of Paul Rudd. You've got to guess how old he anyway. is. <laughs> that guy doesn't age. That, guy's, that oh. game's impossible. Let's be honest. It was really difficult. <laughs> we did. Uh, the whole point is that I believe that the hype is... Uh, fake and he actually does age mm. and I used the game to prove that turns out I proved the opposite, Rhiannon could not guess what age he was and I disproved my own point <laughs> it was really he hard. was truly ageless it was really difficult mm-hmm. he's uh, all, all I picture is just him in, in Celery Man if you know that Celery sketch. Man? Um, yeah, type in Paul Rudd it's, it's called uh, Celery Man and it was like from a Tim and Eric sketch, it's, it's really funny it's very huh. weird yeah, type, okay. type, type, in, type in Celery Man. And then you I, guys I see him fun with that. dancing <laughs> provocatively. Celery Man. 
Okay. Oh, I think I think it's called celery man. Let me let me. Yeah, no, I found it. Celery as as in the vegetable celery. Yeah, yeah, celery. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny. It's one of like my favorite clips of Paul Rudd. (laughs) Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll come with something similar next time. What a wreck do we do? Yeah. How old is this Willy Wonka? (laughs) (laughs) How how old is this bear? I want to know how old Paddington is. How old is the I bear? I don't know. Yeah, don't, it's impossible to tell. He's a bear. He's tiny. But he's Ben Witcher. He sounds like 50. I don't know. We'll never know. Maybe we'll some questions know. aren't made to be answered. Maybe it's mysterious. Yeah. It's a mystery. Yeah. Maybe he's not actually a bear. Maybe he is a spy. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, don't, don't. Don't. Don't question my man. How dare you? <laughs> This is not a Mr. Curry podcast. This is not safe. I won't accept this slander. I will not be turned. Yeah, this is fun. Any closing Paddington thoughts? Anything you want to leave us with with Paddington? No, not really. Just, yeah, I think Paddington, even as I said before, just after this discussion, it's quite a... Uh, the films, they're quite, like, deep. Uh, I haven't read all the books, so I don't know. I can't comment on that, but I feel like there's probably a lot of hidden messages in um yeah these stories so i think you should watch them yeah or pedro pascal says it all yeah um it makes you want to be a better person and that's something the world probably needs yeah yeah Yeah, i would say paddington definitely the only good thing britain has ever made (laughs) and done is paddington (laughs) i'd say it's the one good thing (laughs) one success yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys have um, actually what? Yeah, P- Peter Rabbit. I like Peter Rabbit. Yeah, we got two. Yeah. Peter sure. Rabbit. Okay. Peter cool. Rabbit. That makes okay. up for everything, I'm sure. Yeah, you guys have the Bill. <laughs> the Bill. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> but yeah, this is really fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, you for having us. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. You've been sorry for making guests. um. Sorry for making everything a little bit darker than you're probably used to. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, I asked you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I, it was completely my fault. Yeah. You, you balance us out, you know? Yeah, that's okay. it, yeah. <laughs> bit of diversity. Yeah. Hopefully we don't alienate some of you regular girls. <laughs> These guys are like yeah, If you did, depressed. I didn't want them anyway. <laughs> if, if you're new to listening to Character Chaos, this is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not normally about bear murder with shovels. No, but <laughs> it's, it's never too late to change. Who knows? Maybe this will become a theme. Yeah. As long as we have you guys. Well, thank you. Where can people find you if if they want to find you? Where would they go? Well, you, we're two Asian blokes. Uh, you can find us at that handle on most platforms. Uh, you can find us anywhere you get a podcast. Um, uh, we have a YouTube channel at two Asian blokes. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook, if you want to see what we're up to. Yeah, we're, we're around. <laughs> yeah. We have okay. Instagrams that I don't update, but, yeah. <laughs> you sometimes like the posts on that, I sometimes that I, like, on I sometimes oh. I sometimes like our posts. <laughs> You're doing your I, bit. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm critical. Like, if I don't like a post that you do, Dan, I'm just like, it's I'm true. not going to give you a heart. you got to earn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, if anything, you'll give honest. me a, a hateful comment, which I yeah, eventually I'll, have I'll to block. I'll give you a sign. <laughs> I've done it a couple of times. I think oh, I was shit. like, oh, this, that song was actually pretty shit. Man. <laughs> Just to get down on his toes. Constructive yeah. criticism is always welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, we, we forgot to do this bit when we were recorded Old Boy. Sorry, we 
because yeah, we, we kind of just ended it because I think I got tired. <laughs> then, yeah, no, it's we okay. Like, you did, basically you did it for us. We appreciated yeah. it. But yeah, Rihanna, so. do you want to tell people where they can find us? Yeah. Okay. So if you wanna um, support the podcast, we are character chaos on Instagram. We are character chaos underscore on Twitter and character chaos on TikTok. So feel free to follow us there. Say hello. But otherwise, is that everything? I think so. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. This was mm. so much fun. I yeah, hope we get to you. do more of these in future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we will. I'll, I'll make more dark Korean remakes. And I <laughs> yeah. Let's pick another beloved <laughs> children's property to ruin <laughs> oh, for everyone. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who's next, Tubby? Oh. Thomas the Tank Engine yeah. isn't safe. Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, that, that ruins itself. Thomas the Tank yeah. Engine. Some pretty, some pretty weird stuff in there. I mean, as okay, I mentioned, wow. I, I watch it up to this day. So Thomas does it himself. Do you guys watch Bullet Train? Uh, I didn't watch Bullet yeah, Train. Watch yeah. Train. Uh, a lot of Thomas mm-hmm. references. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that there was a lot Thomas. of Thomas references. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. On that note, thank thank you, Bullet Train, for existing. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we will see you guys next time. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. See ya. <laughs>